Dude, that chatter you were looking for, the Funko chatter? Yeah. He, um, I didn't know he was a Walmart exclusive. Yeah, he is. And the fact that you found him in like such good condition. Wait a minute. You, you bought it? There was two. I bought one. It was still there. I went there today and they still had the one. What do you mean? I had somebody go the other day, that day to go to, went to that Walmart. They were like, oh no, we couldn't find it. Because they're not me, Eugene. Where'd you put it? Where is it? It's, it was just there. It was just here. there. It was like in the... Which one? So it's near the one near Eastern Hills. On, yeah, the one on transit. It's... uh. It, so they keep the collectibles, like the Funkos and shit, near the movies, yeah. where the movies are. Yeah, so it was like right... Like yeah, it was like right where I left it pretty much on Tuesday, so... No yeah. shit. Yeah. I, I didn't see the Child's Play one. I guess Kat's going to have to wait tonight for some booty because Ooh. I'm going to fucking Walmart to <laughs> pick up a pop. Don't you Funko. hate that? When like... I kind of like it. Like, I know it's there, and I'm going to go fucking get it. That was me trying to get that Candyman figure the other night. Oh, Nicole yeah? and I drove all the way out to fucking Lancaster dude. to get it. I called there. so They had it at the FYE at the Galleria. Well, I d- dude, that's where I found four of them. Yeah, that was. was the, you guys it. told me that. Well, number one, you didn't tell me at all. He told me days afterwards. Day, like two oh. days ago. Yeah, I had no idea it was there. Like, I was calling around. Uh, I actually called that at the Galleria, the FYE. I called yeah. them, and they said they didn't have any. But I feel like liars. I can never trust... You know, no, you can't the, trust anybody. anybody on the phone because well, I, I knew for a fact a buddy of mine who came to Terrors went to that Target in Lancaster, sent me pictures. They got two of these here. Um, a few days later, I call that Target and say, Hey, do you still have the Candyman? They were like, We never had it. I'm like, Okay, whatever. So I call my buddy back. I'm like, If you live near there, can you go check to see if they're still there for me? Yeah. And because, you know, pe- people are good like that, he went and go, he went and looked. They still had him there, drove out all the way the fuck out to Lancaster and grabbed him. It was, it was worth it, but yeah, yeah. It's one of those where it's like the thrill the hunt but at the same time you're like god damn this is walmart you know, yeah i'm uh, you feel yeah. like i gotta drive all the way the fuck out to eastern hills now yeah to get this funko i mean which is what i'm gonna do now and then when you get but it, I do you're it. like awesome yeah. i got it no it's on the shelf it feels good man yeah nothing nothing's worse though than from somebody giving you a heads up that the mm. figure you're looking for is at a certain store and you go there and it's gone mm-hmm. i went to fye a couple days ago like uh, like i said and literally, they had a, uh, a Pamela Voorhees figure. Oh, okay. From, from NECA. Yeah. And it was from part three. Oh, I think I've four, seen that. She was yeah. dead and she can't, she's yeah. the one that comes out of the fucking water. And literally, I was like, I need to pick that up. But then I walked around no. to pick up a Pop Funko. I came right back to grab it, it was gone. No. Gone. And what's behind it? Five Candyman figures. <laughs> Are you crazy? Come on, man. Yeah. Five Candyman. It's Come so on. funny that you were like, they were down to two, and I was like, dude, I saw four at the at the Walden Ugh. Galleria. I feel so bad yeah. that you drove out. The well, they must have just got the shipment or something, yeah, or, you know, I don't know. But it was, all, but uh, FYE would have been already closed by the time, because we drove out to fucking Lancaster. It was like 10 o'clock at night, because I needed to have that fucking figure, man. See? Oh. Does it ever keep you up at night? Because I feel like sometimes, that's yeah, sometimes I get a little anxious, like, oh, hopefully, I, you know, get out there tomorrow. I was beating and grab myself it. up about the Pamela Voorhees figure all night. Mm. Sucked. I mean, I have seen that one a lot. I don't know. Really? Uh, the, the one, the, if it's the one you're talking about, I've definitely seen it at the FYE at the Boulevard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that one at the Boulevard for sure. Huh. Right. Dude, I get stuff from Japan and I had to go and get like some, there was, so there's some Revlotech figures for Ninja Turtles. And they like for some reason they had them everywhere, and then they got rid of them. Like or people just started gobbling them up. And I'm oh, like, why are yeah. they all disappearing all of a sudden? I had to track down two were in Japan, and one was in Switzerland to get it. <laughs> oh and then God. I had one dude that That's got it from crazy. Japan in New York City, and I got it. And the fu- the funny part was, 
the two from Japan, one from Japan got here before the first one I ordered got here before the last one I ordered. Wow. It was so, it was all like whack. That's insane. But like, that's the type of shit like, okay, like just staying up at night, like, oh my God, where are they? Why are people gobbling them up? I don't understand this. And that dude, did you guys end up seeing that super shredder? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you see it? Dude. And then the Casey Jones and Mm. Ralph and Raph in uh, the incognito. (sighs) Delicious. Mm, but they're Walmart D- delicious. exclusives. <laughs> oh, fucking <hate> Delicious. <laughs> hey, guys, what's going on? Welcome to another edition of the Temporary Terror Trio. I know, I know. Find a new title, Eugene. Find a new name, Eugene. <laughs> uh, Terror Trio, it's, it's lame, Eugene. I know, I know, I know. It's going to happen. But we got a brand new episode. Uh, we got returning guests on, as uh, as is, and I can't even think right now because I just finished working out, but two of our more popular uh, guest Ooh. hosts. Ooh. Oh, I like that. That's how you get me on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you guys recognize the voice. We got... Thursday Night Terror Zone and Terror Trio's Love Child. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Peter Vulo. Hey. And also Dan. Hey. Dan. How's it going? Dan. Well, Dan's also ter- Thursday yeah, Night Yeah. The graphic artist extraordinaire. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's me. <laughs> so, guys, I'm excited to have you guys on back again. It's a pleasure yeah, to be here, yes. Eugene. Thank you so much. Super stoked. Yes. <laughs> And there's three of them. Get your surfboard, you dude. Hey, hey oh, hang ten. Yeah. Oh, this guy. Super stoked, man. Yeah. You know what? It's a you waves, can man. check your bad attitude at the door. How's that? I know. My bad attitude is one of my endearing qualities. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> Although, I, I mean, I'm getting a little bit ahead of, our, uh, ahead of myself, but Thursday Night Terrors, I think for the first time ever, the Thursday Night Terrors crew... Or family saw sassy PV, <laughs> right? I don't know if I was right? sassy. That shit oh, was funny, <laughs> dude! I had Listen. so many people like, "Oh, no jokes in the intro, yeah. no yeah. jokes. What's going on?" And then yeah. you came out on fire, <laughs> fucking hot during the raffle, dude. Oh, oh my god! Like most of the time, you're 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 a little you're a little salty. You keep throwing sure. your eggs during the raffle, but yeah. this time, holy fuck! <laughs> Cat was even like, I think it's because he didn't do his jokes, his corny jokes beforehand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was all loaded up. Like, uh, I didn't have the release, so I was just like, oh, no. But I, you know, I, I I feel like you know I, the fucking Oscars thing, man. Yeah, that, I didn't know that. It, was your it gets trigger. me. That was your that trigger. Shit. That was a fucking trigger and a half, man. It, that was so funny. Dude. You know, I thought I was losing the audience a little bit there, <laughs> but then I was like, but have any of the movies you actually love ever won an award? No. No, I mean, yeah. all the shit that we screamed for terrors over almost four years now. I can't think of one right off the bat that has won an Academy Award. I'm sure there is one if yeah. I dug, but right off the bat, I can't think of one. You know, we're talking like classic classics, you know, yeah. They Live, Do The Thing, you know, uh, fucking Candyman. You know what I mean? Did American Werewolf in London uh, win uh, for special effects? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, 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 yeah, at least one out of but that was know, an 50, offshoot 50 60 City, movies. So- I mean, is that really? T- I count it. You'll count it. Okay, I'll ca- I count it. There you go. It's in there. There we I go. I count so it. You got one. 
You got Terrence one. Crew was there. Oh Bob man, David but... Naughton was there. So <laughs> when I was like, oh, I, it just won an Oscar. I gotta go and ran. <laughs> it's it great. I, I laughed hard. Like the, the the other time, the previous time that I laughed that hard was when, was the Lost Boys screening. <laughs> And you said something about Nanook being dead. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, you're booing death? Yeah. yeah. Like, sorry, oh, guys. The like, dog didn't live for 25 years. That dog is definitely yeah. dead. Oh, you're booing death? Yeah. Oh, my God. I lost it. I lost it. Man, you were on fucking fire. Yeah. Well, like, that's because I didn't. None of that shit I ever, like, plan. I feel like, of course, that's the yeah. stuff that people find funny. It's yeah. not when I, I try to write a stupid joke. It's, like, just when I'm, like, whatever pops up, bullshit that I think of. So it's just funny, man. But I appreciate it. It was good, man. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, if, if a terrorist never works, works out, you gotta, yeah, brilliant career in stand up. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> just be a lot of angry people <laughs> asking for refunds. A, a niche or Yeah. Audience, yeah. All right, so we're going to start off with the news. Actually, I got quite a bit of news to uh, talk about. I got about four or five pieces. We'll start off with... Now, you saw The Lighthouse, right? I did, yes. Okay. I did not. You did not. Okay, Robert Eggers, uh, The Witch and The Lighthouse, is uh, set to direct The Northman. It's uh, described as a Viking revenge saga set in Iceland. Okay. At the turn of the 10th century. So the actors that are in Talks of Star include Nicole Kidman, Alexander Skarsgård, Anya Taylor-Joy from The Witch, Bill Skarsgård, Pennywise, and uh, Willem Dafoe from The Lighthouse. Ooh, that's a pretty great cast. Yeah. Uh, very diverse, which is cool. It's, it's... <laughs> <laughs> You're saying they were Hitler had in mind? Uh, all of them? That's what you say? amazing. <laughs> They're all what Hitler, Hitler had in mind. Yeah, well, Nicole, Nicole Kidman is from outer space, uh, so it yeah. definitely counts as somewhat diverse. She's clearly an alien. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, come on. She is looking crazy, though. Come on, Batman she... Forever? She was great. Yeah. That's about what, it. Yeah, what do you got to do? I mean, she, she was good in Aquaman. Yeah, I like her. Aquaman's Aquaman. mom. Oh, I, I didn't see that. No, what? One. What do you mean? Yeah. It, it was kind of a double whammy. Not only was it a comic book movie, but it was also directed by James Wan. So, there you go. You know. Don't you remember? We already established that oh, yeah. PV is a snob. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> After my tirade about like this fuck guy. what the Oscars tell you to watch, watch what you love. Now I'm a movie yeah. snob. Yeah, this guy. Well, uh, if you yeah, just bring your nose down just a little just bit. A little so, bit. Wow. Just, just a little, a little bit. bit. Eggers is uh, actually reteaming with a uh, cinematographer. Let me see if I get the uh, the name right. Jaron Blaschke. Um, he stated enough. that this movie it's going to be dark and unusually violent. Ooh, which I'm a little. Yeah, I'm intrigued by that. Oh, yes. Yeah, he said right. violent. I like that. Yes. <laughs> so he um, he also stated that uh, he thinks Eggers uh, feels a responsibility to do a trilogy. So Eggers stated that uh, the witch and the lighthouse are uh, me trying to commune with folk culture of my past and are and and me and my brothers take on New England folk tales. So he's saying that spiritually. Which the lighthouse and the Northmen are going to be like a spiritual trilogy oh. of sorts. Hey, I'm I'm excited, man. I like I'm, when yeah. they do that Stoked. stuff in yeah. Japan because they do like what the the uh, killer. It, I can't. I can never pronounce it. The um, itchy itchy the killer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Takashi. Yeah, Takemike. Yeah, and he has this like trilogy of films and stuff like that. I love that stuff because like old boy and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, 
Uh, that movie. Takashi. Takashi yeah, baby. that movie yeah. fucked me up. It, it, he's the one that directed that imprint uh, that you were talking yes. about. Uh, yeah. Oh, that yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah that episode dude. Yeah. Oh, I have to see God. that, man. I have to watch yeah. that. I haven't seen you that imprint. You hyped up a lot of that stuff that I was like, I kind of want to check it yeah, out. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, uh, so I was listening to episode. So Mick Garris has got a podcast called Postmortem, yep. and he he. Uh, I think somebody asked him, they, they do like a Q&A show, they answer mm-hmm. internet questions, yeah. and he, uh, somebody asked him about uh, the imprint, imprint and stuff, so it was interesting to hear your take on the yeah. this the show, and then hear the Mick Garris talk about what it was like with uh, Takashi Miike or whatever making that, so yeah, it was, was very super, interesting. I was super excited um, when, the, when, the, when the show originally aired, I think it aired on Showtime, and his... Uh, episode was one I was most looking forward to, and then when I heard on the internet um, that they they banned the episode and they were like, "We're not going to show it because it's just so fucked up." Right? <laughs> it just makes you want to see it more. It made me want to see it more. So then when they released all the episodes, because I think it it wasn't as popular because mm-hmm. I, I don't think it got a second season, okay. but it ended up uh, just doing the first season. And just so they can make their money back, they ended up instead of releasing the whole series on on one DVD set, they sold individual DVDs uh, of each episode. So the imprint, you know, uh, episode came out and was released, mm, and of cool. course it had the band sticker on it. That's I love shit. that. Yeah, it was great. I don't want to do a, a too quick of a cha- tangent, but my sister, my younger sister Bianca, recently watched uh, the movie Green Inferno, the Eli Roth movie, yep. and she texted me about it, and she was like, "What the fuck was that?" And so I did this whole um, borderline. TED talk about <laughs> the attacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In like uh about like, oh, you know, in the seventies and eighties, cannibal films were popular, especially with Italian filmmakers, blah blah blah. Yeah. Which you really, you know, the crown jewel is Cannibal Holocaust yeah. and told her, you know, all about the director I had to go to court, you know, blah blah blah, the animal killings mm-hmm. and, and so it was a whole thing. But she got me, you know, rolling and I was like, if you want to see the cannibal film, you know, that's the one. Yeah. But uh it was just funny that Green Inferno, yeah, you yeah. know. It seems like a fucking Disney movie compared to fucking Cannibal Holocaust, you know? Yeah. Yeah. One of the first found footage films. But uh, okay, that was the end of my my tangent. (laughs) Now, I don't know if you guys, I've been talking about it actually on Geeks at Lift. I've been also talking about it on here. Um, But are are you guys fans at all of Little Shop of Horrors? Uh, I love the 80s movie for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, they're making a remake. Yes. They're doing Mm -hmm. a remake. Um, They already have uh, Taron. Edgerton, the guy from the Kingsman movies. And the Elton John movie, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, Rocket, Rocket Man. Man. Rocket Man. Uh, he's in it. They uh, Scarlett Johansson is in it now also. Who's she? She uh, I think I think she's gonna be Audrey. Shut up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they just announced that Chris Evans is in talks to play the uh the dentist, evil right? dentist. Yeah. yeah. Really? Scrivello, yeah. Oh which was uh played that's, that's by good. That's Steve good. Martin yeah, the yeah. Movie. That's yeah, that's gonna be kind of hard, yeah. I think, but I mean I look forward to that. Yeah, I'm I'm wait. down for that, man. I, I hate I generally hate musicals, but if it's a horror related one, I yeah, I'm, I'm into it. I like Little Shop of Horrors is definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, Little Shop of Horrors was awesome. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm more interested in like what they're gonna do as far as the monster. They gotta concerned. go practical. So they gotta go practical so because if they don't go practical, because I mean like. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there, a lot of theaters do that, and like I've seen it locally, yeah. And like locally, yeah. they do it a lot, and like some of the puppeteers here like put some of that stuff like to shame, like the yeah. CGI shit. Yeah, that I'm like, you know, like you there's need enough it, talent out there. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like even yeah, yeah. some of the guys that are doing that new, uh, the Jim Carrey like Swazzle uh, puppet studio, um, they're doing that. Jim Carrey's got that new show on Showtime. Yes, and they're like they do all the live puppets and all that stuff, and. 
I feel like those are the guys you want doing this. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah, is that the one yeah. where he plays the sort of Mister Rogers type? Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, mm. and I feel like that's. I mean, like this is just gonna be. Uh, I, like even the guy that did Swamp Thing, you know, if they got something like that, that'd be mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. But have uh, his fingers crossed. I, have either of you seen the original Little Shop with, with Jack, Nicholson. Jack Nicholson? Yeah, I think that. Yeah, the Foreman. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen. I haven't seen that one. I have not seen. That. Yeah, it's, it's usually it's, it's usually it wants to be like a, it's it's almost like a serious movie. Yeah, honestly. yeah. And then uh, it, it didn't gain popularity till later. Yeah, the remake, it became, right? It became a musical first, uh, a stage play first, and then they added the music and stuff, and then they made the 1986 mm. version. And that's what As, made it popular. Yeah. You know, the original is like public domain, so you can get it like oh, really? super yeah. cheapy every yeah, anywhere. Cool. You know, you see a super super young Jack Nicholson. That's so, weird. Yeah. That's got to be so weird. Yeah, that's weird. Like he like an Easy Rider young or like younger younger than that. Younger than yeah, that. younger than that. Oh, yeah, like he's okay. probably like in his twenties. Oh, I like wow. that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Still mm-hmm. had hair. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's a picture of what he looks like now. Woof. Mm. <laughs> that fucking dude, man. He retired from acting. I didn't know he retired from acting. I didn't know that. Like either. he went the way like of uh Sean Connery and a couple of Gene Hackman and a couple other um actors out there they are just they're just retired. Sure. Um yeah, he retired from acting too. No shit. Yeah. I, I think the last thing I remember seeing of him was fucking uh anger management with uh Adam Sandler. Oh wow. Oh, Been that long. Wow. Yeah, I don't remember seeing him in anything else after I, that. I mean, he has, his career is solidified, Jack oh, Nicholson. Yeah, yeah, I mean, right. you know, yeah. I mean why really do it if you're only gonna be you you're never gonna reach the heights that you reached in your prime. Yeah. It's like, you know, why don't you just relax, man? Eat your fucking sandwiches, go watch a b- basketball game, yeah, man. Watch his fucking Who cares, you know? Loves that shit. But yeah. all right. Well, let's well, see. When what he else? does a wine commercial like Orson Welles, that's when he Oh, yeah. I think he was hurt. I think he was hurting for money, maybe. I think he was hurting for money. That's when you know he made it. That's when you know he made it. Uh have you guys are you guys fans or have you guys seen the movie Orphan? Uh, I uh, I I haven't seen it, but I, I know not. the twist. So yeah. now I don't have to see it because you can, yeah, you can ruin the, the twist. twist. You can tell me the twist if you want. Well, I'm about to tell you. Yeah, <laughs> because there's an orphan su- sequel in the works. Yes. So Orphan was a 2009 movie. It starred uh, Isabel Furman as Esther, uh, a nine year old girl adopted by a family who doesn't turn out to be who she claims to be. Mm. So Esther is really a 33 year old woman. <laughs> there you go. That's the twist. Clamor, uh, who has hypopituraturism. Nailed it. I fucked that up. Sounds no, good. you didn't. Uh, you it sounds it. like you were saying it backwards. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. The gates of hell have opened. Yeah. <laughs> a rare, it's a rare hormonal disorder that uh, stunted her physical growth and caused proportional dwarfism. And she spent the mo- uh, most of her life posing as a little girl. Now, the prequel is going to be called Esther. Uh, it's going to be directed by William Brent Bell, who's actually the guy that directed The Boy 2. The Brahms. Right now. Um, so in the new movie, uh, Lena orchestrates a brilliant escape from a Russian psychiatric facility and travels to America by impersonating the missing daughter of a wealthy family. Then she ends up getting adopted. Anastasia? Uh, Is that? It's almost like an Anastasia. Okay. Um, (laughs) she ends up getting adopted by a family and then I guess the mother of the family is onto her and protects her family at all costs or something like that. Um, I remember seeing the first movie. I actually liked the first movie. Yeah. The twist was kind of fucked up. Like there's a there's a scene in the movie where Esther is like trying to like seduce the dad. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's like, what the fuck? And then she ends up becoming like a homicidal maniac and just goes to fucking town on killing people. And then there's a scene where she takes off because she wears like a choker 
and she takes off the choker and finds out that she has like uh, scars and shit on her neck. Um, Interesting. From, from like fights or whatever. And then she has like fake teeth too. So oh, she wow. takes off fake teeth and she has like rotted like Ew. black yeah. and green teeth. Yeah, it's, it's fucking Damn, crazy. I wish I had known the, 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 the twist because I would have enjoyed it that. Neat. It was a neat, it was a neat I, twist. Because speaking of the boy, like I someone had spoiled that twist for me and I had watched the movie anyway and yeah. thought like, oh man, had I not known the twist was coming, this would have been pretty cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind of sucks when that happens, but uh, you know. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm curious yeah. about this, so we'll see. It, it was kind of like also, I, but I hate it when, when movies do something, you know, it, you get a decent first movie that shouldn't have a second movie. No, it does make sense. Yeah. Right. Kind of like Sinister. Yeah. Yeah. You see Sinister? Yeah. Where it had that neat twist and then they came out with Sinister 2 and you're like, all right, what's the point? <laughs> Fuck, yeah. yeah. And if you haven't seen Sinister 1 and then you hear like Sinister 2 is coming out, you're like, well. Whoa, wait, there was a Sinister 2? Wait, like yeah. what? Oh, man. Yeah. I must have missed that one. Yeah. And whole, I and checked out. I with the fucking kids. I checked out after the first Sinister, after the first in, uh, Insidious uh, or in The Conjuring. Wait, no, I was thinking of The Conjuring. See, dude, that's awesome. the hard part. Like, yeah. all I checked stuff, out. Like, you all keep, the same now. And you, yeah. like, you keep, like, yeah. I, I haven't watched a single one since the first Conjuring, and, you know, I'm just, I'm out, man. Yeah. <laughs> the I second one's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I got a couple of jumps out of it, yeah. but I mean, like, few and far between. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Brahms the boy, too, Brahms. that's doing horribly. <laughs> See, I don't know. It seems like it's been a, kind of rough in the beginning of 2020 for these horror movies, man. Yeah, yeah. like, what the fuck? Fucking, uh, what is it? The Turning did horrible. The, uh, the, the Grudge. Island. The Grudge. Uh, the Grudge. Gretel Hansel. Gretel and Hansel. Yeah, did, it do, did it do bad? Did not, yeah. I, I, I don't know if it made a ton of money. It wasn't. It didn't make it, a ton but, of money. Yeah. Like yeah. Oh, no. I'm not sure. I mean, I it wasn't, so. I mean, everything's pretty much been a dude. Well, yeah. Because you know, you're not hearing about anything that's like. Because Gretel and Hansel was actually visually good, but story-wise sucked. Uh, you're ba you're right, baiting Peter? me. Oh, you're baiting me. Isn't that right, awesome. Peter? Oh, it's, it's going to be one of the highlights of 2020. <laughs> Incredible. That is not saying a lot. Are it's you fucking ready? February. I wow, I this guy. You need <laughs> to, know. you know. I'm like Chris Farley. I've been in the basement drinking coffee for four hours, and they just let me up in anticipation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Recording at seven. Yeah, I've been just drink this. Just wolfing down no dos, smoking cigarettes. So I wrote these notes down for this piece of news before everything popped off. But and I know you guys have heard about it because you sent me a text about it. Oh yes, Candyman poster drop. Remake. I put down on my notes. Trailers run right around the corner, but the movie scheduled to be released on June twelfth. Um, the rumor was that it was gonna the trailer was gonna debut before the Invisible Man this week. Hey, that's what I have in my notes. Oh, ah, ah. there we go. So is it? And yeah, I that's got, what Jordan Peele said Thursday. Out it's dropping on Thursday. For it sure. is okay. Yeah. Now I don't know if you noticed. Did you watch the teaser? I did. Yes. The, the six second oh, teaser. Yeah, yeah. Teaser. Yeah, yeah. It's not, real fast. It doesn't Damn give it. anything away. Well, there's there's two. There's a bunch of the characters saying Candyman, and then there's yeah. one where you see the hook. Uh, yes. and thing. Then the girl screaming. Yeah. And then you hear Candyman saying, "Be, be my victim." Be my victim. Yeah. Now. Now. Here's the thing. When Tony Todd was cast. The rumor going around was that he was going to play Candyman. We have, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I get, yep, I get made fun of for mentioning his name almost every episode. Yeah, yeah. Both podcasts, uh, Yaya Abdul Mateen the second 
Um, have you noticed? Did you notice it was his he, voice? Well, no. Well, they showed a clip of him, and he was just a regular. He looked like a regular ass dude in the in the teaser. Oh. He was, and unless I'm mistaken, that was definitely the dude from Watchmen, and he was just yeah. he looked like a regular dude. You know what? In the oh, in that teaser, you know what? And also, Virginia Madsen was in that. Uh, yeah. uh, Helen from the original movie was also uh, one of the characters saying Candyman in this teaser thing. Oh. So yeah. I'm thinking now it's, it's probably just a straight up sequel at this point. I mean, because you look at the poster, the font is exactly the same yeah, from right. the original yeah. movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's and that, that is not. Um, that is theirs, like for that one. Yeah, it's at, not like, the same for two. And, uh, mm-hmm. Is there a fourth? No, no. But no, two and three, three, it's totally yeah. different. Yeah. Well, specific. So all this Candyman merch coming out, it's specifically for Candyman Two: Farewell to the Flesh, yep. because it's a rights thing. Yep. Uh, so eat that shit. Yeah. Like with all the Hellraiser shit that's coming. Yeah, it's out. all part of three. It's, it's all, all part fucking three. part of three. Yep. But uh, so I mean, I don't know how they managed to do it, but this is definitely supposed to make us think of this is part one connected to the original film you know what See, i mean like mm-hmm. i you know as much shit as the community gives to halloween the um the re- like the well the insert yeah. the new one the yeah, 2018, yeah, yeah. 2018 i think that that's awesome yeah me yeah. too i love that movie I was fucking that, awesome yeah. and i hope that uh jordan peele is like i'm hoping that he's going down that road of like eh, that would be cool let's do it this it looks way. like well, it it looks well, like it well all, everything that, I, that we've been hearing and reading about it is uh, Jordan Peele has been saying that it's a spiritual sequel, nice to the movie. But I mean, they're they're going back to the same um, the same neighborhood, yeah. where the original movie took place. Fantastic, you know, Cabrini Green, stuff. baby. Yeah, and then they're bringing you know they're bringing Tony Todd back. Like Virginia Madsen, I didn't know she was going to be in it. Nobody yeah, no, it. I didn't know that either. So yeah, just seeing her in a in a teaser trailer, like it was just that was cool. Because there's there, I forgot what actress that they they cast who's in it is playing Virginia Madsen's character. Mm. In the new one. Hold on, hold on. So, so Virginia Madsen is in the movie, but she's, but she's not. She's not playing Helen. Correct. What? What is going on with this movie? I'm, I'm super confused. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. It's got yeah. my curiosity. I'm yeah, fucking I'm stoked got about my, it. Yeah. You know what? I feel like Invisible Man's gonna be like Meet Joe Black, where everybody's like, "No, I'm going to see it just for the trailer. I don't give a fuck about this movie." <laughs> I, I have zero excitement for the the Invisible Man. However. I I think Elizabeth Moss is a very good actor, yeah. except minus all the Scientology shit from what I've heard. But she's a great actor. She's a Scientologist? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, but she's a great actor. Uh, but I'm on this roll now where I've been seeing all these movies, like all a lot of this new release horror, and so I just kind of want to see the Invisible Man to keep the inertia going. You nice. know what I mean? Yeah, of yeah, like yeah. seeing all You're of just them. Rolling through yeah, I'm just fucking rolling it. You know, like us doing the the like best of list and the most mm-hmm. anticipated really got me into like fuck yeah. Now I'm I'm yeah. like this is serious yeah, now. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I mean I'm sure it'll be a fine movie because I like. Um, the director of the Invisible Man is uh the guy, yeah, who just did Upgrade or yeah. whatever, which I fucking love. Awesome. Upgrade. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Modern one. Robocop. That's the Shutter one, right? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. It's, it stars Logan Logan Marshall Green, who oh, looks no, exactly like Tom Hardy. Hardy. Yes, yes. But okay. uh, I just I see the poster because it's yeah. got that blue and pink. Like, it's really face. great, dude. Yeah. I think you'd love it. That's a good movie. Yeah. So um, and it's got a neat little twist too. No, that's yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm stoked. Um, I mean, like, but like I was saying, like, I feel like a lot of people want to see this trailer. I hope they, you know, 
I hope they don't put it out online until like maybe. I, I'm honestly probably not gonna watch it after those clips that the, the teaser. I'm probably done. Like, really? I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I want to see whatever they're gonna do with the Candyman, whatever Candyman looks like, whoever it is, and what he looks like. I want to see, yeah. but after that, I don't want to know anything. Uh, so I know we talk a lot about this movie's coming out, and obviously Jordan Peele's attached to it. Mm-hmm. But the director is a woman of color named Nia DaCosta, yep. which is exciting. Yep. Because this is, uh, I think, this might be her first directorial feature i'm not oh, sure is it it might be i'm not sure but uh but this is really cool that we got you know uh it's cool that like jordan peele is like making way for like new voices right. new directors you know having a black woman make Absolutely. this this anticip- highly anticipated um uh spiritual sequel or whatever and you know i feel like the original Candyman tried to deal with way race you know, but it didn't really go, I'd say, all the way. But I feel like this one, this uh, new Candyman, will be able to go all the way, you know. The, uh, I so. Well, I feel like Jordan Peele clearly, you know, he's producing this, but his movies definitely tackle, you know, racial yeah. issues oh, yeah. a little more head on, you know what I mean? And, uh, fuck, what was I going to say? Kind of, it's kind of like what you said, where it's like, we're getting that story, we're getting those sides. Yeah. Like, so mm-hmm. it's it's new for for, like, for a majority of the audience, yeah, yeah, and and I feel like that's kind of why you're seeing this, like, oh, they're ruining things. It's like, no, Man. no, no, no. We're just getting, yeah, yeah. we're finally getting that other story, yep. yeah, that we've yep. been like yes. wanting to hear. Like, yep. dude, when you put Tales from the Hood up, and it had been years since I had seen that movie, <sighs> yeah, and like definitely didn't have the emotional like wherewithal to understand what I was yeah. watching. I was just uh-huh. like, oh, this is so scary. I don't get it. Why is it bleeding when he yeah. hits the, the painting? Like, I don't understand. So now seeing all this stuff, you're like. Yo, uh-huh. there was a lot of stuff. That yeah, I, I feel missed. like Tales from the Hood is definitely something we're going to tackle later on, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think yeah. it's exciting that Jordan Peele is kind of like you said, opening up that yeah. and just allowing for more. Of yeah, I mean, like I, I want it. Yeah, me you know? too. Yeah. Uh, and I know what, what, from what I've read regarding this new Candyman, that the, uh, it, it makes sure to say that Cabrini Green is now gentrified. Yes. No. Yeah. So, Dude, so that's. that's I mean, so I'm into that levels. angle yes. already. You know what I mean? I, I am. I wonder what they're going to do with the score. You know, yeah, uh, but that was. I mean, that's uh, Philip Glass. I mean. Fuck it, maybe maybe at least use part of the original theme to put in there. You know, sometimes you know, you know how you fucking nerves and watch your Star Wars, and one of the original theme comes in. You're like, oh my god, they use the original what? theme. I heard it. That's how I feel Dude, about like Candyman. Wow. Easily, you could. Am I wrong? No, you don't get excited when out. the fucking uh, uh, Avengers theme pops Dude, up and whatever fucking nerdgasm you're watching. Talked about the new Halloween and how John Carpenter got his son to help him do the new score. You didn't have to take the dig. That was a cheap Sh- shot. What are you- that was a cheap shot. You- That's a sassy PV moment right there. This guy. Look, Jesus th- that was a new score from John Carpenter. So, I mean, that's the original, wow. the OG doing it. That's wow. the OG doing it. It's not comparable to fucking, you yeah, know, feeding son. not fa- the fan service of like, here's the theme. Dude, and when you listen to the score, he, he, oh, Jurassic World, man, 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 Dude, I didn't oh know. God. <laughs> Wait, but how'd you not like part two? Part two? Because well, it was like two Jurassic. separate movies. I liked the part that but took place like on the... horror movie. Oh, I didn't like it. 
so in the context, if I want to see dinosaurs, I don't want to see one dinosaur in a haunted house movie. I want to see those fuckers running around on the island, killing people, wrecking shit. Right. I, it's like, why are you going to give? I want to see fucking dinosaurs. I don't want to see some weird freak show hanging out in a haunted house. One dinosaur. Like, house. give me the multitudes, man. But you get the multitudes. And then I'm just- well, and then it's, obviously I'm going to see the next one. Then. No, I will. I will. I certainly will. I mean, I liked that really like, like Jurassic World. But then that part two is like a, two separate movies. You have the whole chunk that's on the island and then the shit that turns into a fucking James Wan movie. <laughs> wow, dude. <laughs> Damn. Wow. OK. Damn. This guy. All right. You got them right. Dollar Man General. <laughs> <laughs> Those dollar generation energy <laughs> drinks. Are- <laughs> Yo, to get me fucking amped up, man. I ripped they through them, man. Yeah, they man. Have cl- clearly. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Fucking meth or crack or some shit oh in my it. God. <laughs> well, speaking of movies, I mean, that's all the news that I got. Um, what do you want to talk about? Do we want to talk about <laughs> the travesty of a fucking movie? Oh, I yeah. Cannot wait to hear yes. Saturday. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what? Take it away. You know what? I'll set it up. Yes, please. Uh, PV and I had a little uh, mandate. Wonderful. On Saturday, uh, Dan was supposed to come, but he was too busy. Yeah, he was doing a lot of terrorist work. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I was fine. working on terrorist. He was stuff. doing the Lord's work. <laughs> dark Lord, the Dark Lord, the Dark, dark Lord. Lord. Uh, so we went and caught a screening of The Lodge. Now. I was excited to go see this movie because, you know, it was it was one of these movies that got touted as one of the best horror movies of 2019, the scariest movie of 2019. And uh, it's only playing in one theater uh, here in Buffalo, New York. It was the AMC downtown, the Market Arcade Theater. Uh, so PV got a hold of me. I was like, hey, you want to check it out? I was like, yeah, sure. So we go to see this movie. Mind you, there was no buffer seat. No, I was just gonna say that when you when you tossed it over to me, Eugene did not need a buffer seat, I don't need a, fu- a space I don't need between you. us. I don't need, why know, would I need a buffer seat? I, I, people do that, man. I have friends that like you know mm. that they need a space if they go with another guy, they need a space between them, which really? is weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. or you know, in case you catch the gay or something, you know, like. <laughs> but I just I think it's a weird thing, man. Dude, I think I it's a weird you, thing like, that I feel like is more insecure. No, for sure, yeah. for sure, yeah. like, for sure. Uh, they said if you know they get close enough, somebody will pop a boner, and I'm like, oh shit! Yeah. Well, I could have liked this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this isn't bio class. We're not yeah. in high school. It's not just gonna go no. off on its own. Well, and, and clearly, I mean, you know, and what? Eugene and I did whisper, you know, whisper throughout it, you know, little yeah, things. Yeah, so I mean, if yeah. we had a seat between us, it'd be impossible. You yeah, know? you would be like, hey, did you yeah. see that scene? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think's gonna happen? Yeah. <laughs> Pass the coke. Yeah. <laughs> Doing fucking commercials now. But yeah, I mean, we were, we, were, we went in and we watched the movie. Um, um, we did a little five second uh, review of it. It was Instagram. it was tough. Check man. it out on on the Facebook uh, Instagram page. Uh, all right. Well, I know what you thought of the movie, but nobody know nobody here knows what you thought of the movie. So take it away, my friend. All right. So I'm going to quickly say that Eugene, I'm proud that we were able to bridge the gap. You know, from us just knowing each other yeah. from terrors and the uh, terror trio it's like it was just me and eugene you know there was nothing else and you know because because i remember one time we were talking on the show before and you're like you didn't think we'd be friends without terrors you know just because we're different people but i think 
Yeah. The Lodge proved the point that we can make this work. We can make this work. <laughs> it's funny because after the movie, um, Kat asked me, she she goes, how was your mandate? I was like, it was good. Yeah, it was great. Actually, it was, it was, yeah, good. She goes, I saw your post. She goes, now it's solidified. She goes, you and Peter are friends. There we go. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, wait, are you, me right. and Eugene buds now? You're right. Nice. You're right. Um, Every other week, you guys are going to be going out. That's it. That's I love it. it. I love it. So the lodge, <laughs> man, fuck that, <laughs> fuck that. Okay, Sorry, now, Pat. so I, I, I backed away. Uh, so I, I really want to give like some genuine critiques because uh-huh. I feel like, you know, me just shitting on it, it doesn't do any good. So, I think the the movie started out. Good. I think yeah. what happened in the beginning was like how you start a movie. You know what I mean? You hook people in. You get this involves Alicia Silverstone, no. which was kind of distracting because we didn't know. I didn't know she was going to be in the movie. Yeah. Uh, and we're, then we're going to talk about we're going to spoil it though. Right? No, I mean I wasn't going to spoil. Well, I mean okay, if, you, if you want to. Oh. <laughs> It's up to Dan. No, I think you guys should. Okay, so because if you think it's shit, then I think you should spoil. Okay, so we should just let people know we will spoil the lodge. Beyond this point, spoiler alert: we're going to spoil the lodge beyond this point. Do you want to spoil it, or do you want me to continue? Just. I want to talk about real, just real quick. Sure. I was super surprised that Lisa Silverstone was in it. Me too. I didn't. And I was like, I was is that more her? surprised at how she looked? Yeah, yeah. She had mom bod to the max. Like if you she, no longer clueless Alicia Silverstone no. or Batgirl Alicia Silverstone. Like this is like soccer mom Alicia Silverstone. Okay. I think that could have okay. been part of her character though to look like an exhausted divorcee still, and mom. But it's one of those like with, when there's so much time in between, like when you've seen them, yeah. To like that, yeah. then you, you just you, the realization yeah. of like, okay, yeah, wow, yeah, yeah You yeah. have this like mental imprint of like what they look like, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, yeah. We shit. expect them. Okay. We expect them to stay no, like ageless, age, yeah, yeah ageless I mean. and timeless. Like, you know like, what I mean? Okay, like she's let herself. It's more like, oh shit. Yeah, time is passing us. Yeah. Oh, wow, she got older. Like, yeah, fuck, yeah. He showed her, and like, I, I, I whispered over to to PV here. I was like, "Is that Alicia Silverstone?" That was like, us the know. whole movie. Like, yeah. And then the whole, and then the whole time, I was like, we thought that was the dude from The Walking Dead. I was like, you know, that yeah. dude looks a lot like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ross the Cur- Mark yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, that fucking guy looks a lot like Walking Dead guy, but it yeah. wasn't. Uh, but okay, so Alicia Silverstone's character. This is the beginning. You want to do the honors of the spoiler? Okay, so, right? So I'm like, okay, this movie, let's see where it goes, right? So Alicia Silverstone, uh, you know, she's getting a divorce with her husband. They got the kids, blah, blah, blah. He's seeing a new woman. uh, And suddenly, you know, there's a scene of her home uh, alone, uh, drinking some wine at the table all by herself. And I think she takes off her necklace, right? And this is when I turn over to Eugene and I'm like I bet she's gonna kill herself so she takes a fucking gun out of her bag her purse boom blows her fucking brains out blows her fucking brains out what and I think Eugene and I were sitting next to a couple baby boomers and uh, we and then me and Eugene we were all like whoa (laughs) so like the whole audience was like whoa just it was so like uh there was no fanfare about it. She just pulls out the gun, boom, it just quick. eats it, eats no, it. doesn't even think about it? Yeah. Wow, eats, okay. Just eats it. Uh, and I'm like, well, that's the end of fucking Ali- Why'd you get Alicia Silverstone <laughs> no to do this order. fucking yeah, movie? No that's why you put the name on the poster. So yeah. so I'm expecting, well, okay, so this movie's going to have this kind of energy. You know what I mean? We're, we're doing this shit. Uh, and, but it did not keep that energy. And uh, it becomes just 
I don't know if everybody said this part, but it's like straight up misery porn. It's like something I do not like that the aspects of modern horror, where it's in order for a horror movie to be a quote unquote good or like elevated or high art, it has to be miserable. It has to be people just fucking their lives being destroyed and miserable and sad and bleak and dark. And a lot of that really just is like, Oh my God, horror doesn't have to always be like this. I feel like this was very reminiscent of hereditary, you know, uh, in the way I did not. I this know. movie, The Lodge, is like if somebody flushed the heredit- hereditary down the toilet and then they try to like fish it out. They fished out. They try to fish out the lodge. You know, they try to snake it out. They try to snake hereditary out of the toilet, right? And and yeah, and they just try to blow dry it. You know, maybe hang dry it, and then this is the lodge. You know what I mean? Um, Split second, I thought you said we're gonna flush it out of the toilet and blow it. <laughs> yeah, oh. but, I mean, that might have made a better movie. So you know, so. so uh, there were some cool parts in the beginning of the movie where uh, the, uh, the, one of the stars is this actress named Riley Keough. Mm-hmm. All right, and I didn't know this until afterwards, Eugene, but she's Elvis's granddaughter. Get the fuck out of here. Lisa Marie's daughter, Lisa Marie and oh, Elvis. Shit. I did not know that. Riley Keough, yeah. So I so so the dad and wow. the two kids. So one of the kids in this movie, there's a son and a daughter, and the son is the stuttering kid from It. Yep. Uh, oh, chapter okay. one, I forget his name, but anyway, so Riley Keough plays the new wife, uh, you know, the stepmom, and uh, they take uh, they make a, they make it see. So they let us know that her character was in uh, like a Heaven's Gate, Heaven's Gate type uh, cult, okay. right? And I thought, like, oh, cool, I love this, like, cult element, right? Because they showed, like, uh, footage. She filmed this footage of all the cult members, like, dead, and they have these purple blankets and stuff. I'm like, oh, cool, this might have some interesting uh, elements. Yeah, the duct tape would sin on it. Like, oh, film class 101, you fucking douche. Uh, But anyway... Yeah, so it's all this stuff, and I'm like, okay, I'm in it, I'm in it, let's go on, you know, some of the cinematography is cool, it looks like it was filmed with fisheye lens, so I'm like with it, and then the movie just drags on and on and on, and it's like, uh, they're basically, the kids are stuck in this lodge with the with the stepmom, uh, there's no power, there's no food, they can't get out, it's snowing, and that's pretty much the movie, and what, uh, uh, Eugene, you want to, oh, yeah, another yeah. Thing, yeah. Well, another thing I want to mention is also, uh, it seems like whoever wrote this movie just discovered what Chekhov's gun is, you know, the the, the principal, you know, like, yeah. uh, and there's another fucking thing I hate, really starting to hate is the fucking dollhouses. I do not want to go to see a new fucking horror movie and see one more goddamn dollhouse. If I have to see a fucking dollhouse, I'm going to walk out of the fucking movie. I had to deal with that shit in Hereditary. Like, that movie was the fucking end-all and be-all of uh, of modern horror movies. And then the Creepshow did the shit with the dollhouse. Unless, that was cool, unless the dollhouse has a specific plot point, yes. an important plot point, to be in the movie. Like, somehow there's, like, the, the characters are trapped in there. Or if it's, like, a Black Mirror type thing where they're somehow, you know, there's an entity inside mm-hmm. the dollhouse. But if it's just there to, like, look cool... I don't want to fucking see it. Yeah. It's, it, it slows a movie down. Like, so every, all those dollhouse scenes in the lodge, they just showed us what was going to happen anyway. Yeah. Why am I fucking watching yeah. this? Yeah. 
You're it was bad. It was, the movie it was, feels it was, like it's four hours long as it is, and I have to sit through these fucking dollhouse sequences. Uh-huh. There's nothing in there for me to look at. There's nothing creepy or cool. It's just here's a dollhouse. Yeah, it set up a bunch of shit. Who has all these fucking dollhouses? Wasn't gonna go. Hollywood kids. Yeah, I don't know. Hollywood's got them, but uh, yeah, and they're awful. But it, it was just it, it was just so weird. Like it, it could have gone so many different ways. And I think I, I, I think I, I whispered over to, to to Peter. I was like, "Oh, I know where this is going." And I was like, "Oh, they're all going to be dead, and and, oh. and and they're they're haunting the lodge and all this other shit." And I think my version is way better than what happened. Yeah, I would think that I would prefer that better. Like yeah. from what? Yeah, from what you, you like your synopsis. Yeah, yeah that it was, sounded a it lot was, better. And it, there was there was so much foreshadowing too. Like, um, you know, there were cool little nods. Like you you knew it was going to be like a like an isolation cabin fever type uh type horror movie. Uh, the fucking um the 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 the, the girlfriend of the of the dad uh had a dog named Grady. The Shining. You know, the, Shining the Grady twins. Um, at one uh one point they were watching the thing. Okay. On you know on the TV like there were there were little things here and there they were like all right okay okay foreshadowing like what what's gonna happen and just fucking it was just uh, like it, was it the director's first movie no it's the team of directors also made a movie uh, called Good Night Mommy which I really liked yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a good movie uh, okay. this but one this we, one just just fuck the, the shot there were some cool shots right in the movie like there like there was a shot in the beginning of the movie where where the dad where where Alicia Silverstone's character comes to see uh, the dad when she's dropping off the kids and he's about to tell her that he wants to finalize the divorce because he's gonna marry uh, this other chick and um and he, he's like putting like Alka-Seltzer in the fucking in water and then he yeah, is like a hard his, uh, zoom of yeah, the Alka-Seltzer yeah, the Alka-Seltzer like you know uh, bubbling up um there there was also some really like cool shots there was a the, the one shot where uh where she was like out looking like she was gonna go into town yeah and she finds that fucking house oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Snow, like that she sees shot. her dad yeah yeah pretty cool yeah but fuck man it was just it was all what it was not filler but yeah fucking word i'm it, looking for it was just there was no payoff yeah the actual quote-unquote fucking twist was dumb as fuck and they telegraphed it from a mile away yeah. like you ex- knew exactly what was going to happen I mean, they showed it in the doll yeah house. in the fucking dollhouse <laughs> for no reason and it's like if you're going to be a slow slow burn supposedly yeah. you have to make the journey uh be rewarding at the end if i'm gonna have to sit through a slow ass dark miserable movie it has to be rewarding in the end and i you know i do definitely not hereditary but at least it had a batshit ending it did you know what i mean yeah at least it had an absolutely batshit ending which i can appreciate satisfying yeah if you're gonna have a slow burn that shit has got to fucking have a blaze of glory at the end this movie does not have that and i just feel it was so fucking like uninspired and like unsatisfying there was nothing about it that i can like sink my my teeth into it felt like it was going through the motions of what a art house horror movie an intellectual horror movie is going to go through i didn't feel anything mm-hmm. i didn't care i just wanted to kind of wrap up okay let's move it you know let's move things and also you mentioned the shining and the thing like part of me is also like how fucking dare you yeah. put your movie in the same conversation as movies that you will yeah, never never get close to uh-huh. you know what i mean uh-huh. it's cute i mean definitely I make all the wipe its ass. make all the homages and stuff the references yeah. you want but clearly you knew that you were making a, an, an isolated snowy uh horror movie like the thing and like the shining so you yeah. thought like oh we're going to do a modern version of this kind of stuff get nope. get out of here nope. get out Swing of here 
you know, and yeah, then, uh, and it's just like, uh, like I said, more bang, less whimper. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't, I, I don't want to have to, why do I have to feel like just miserable? You know what I mean? I know there's movies that are, that are dark, that are good mm-hmm. and they're affecting emotionally, yeah. But I, I just don't want to be like assaulted by of like just characters being miserable. And why the fuck did the dad, the father in this movie, leave his kids with this his girlfriend, knowing that she was in a crazy cult and had some definitely some mental uh, health issues? Why would pills. he just? Maybe why would he fucking? Why it doesn't make any sense for his character to completely Jeez. desert See, his that, family alone at a lodge, and then he's gone for the whole fucking movie. That's a yeah. that's a plot problem. Yeah, that's a bad right because like they should have established at some point a a way for the audience to suspend their disbelief that you would believe that he would be like, he needed some sort of circumstance to be like, fuck this sucks, but I need to do this. I need to invest. Like she has to look at them because I can't do this. I think all he said was he had to go on a work thing or something. I don't remember work for two days, but it's like, how long, how long were they there? I mean, obviously that's part of the movie is the time thing is weird, but it's also the kids fucking with her. So there for two days, but it's like, so hard to believe that this chick went, she went crazy in 48 hours like this. And you don't set up the character enough to, to make the change believable. It just seems like it's just happening all of a sudden. And like, I, I never was able to get over the fact that why would the fucking dad leave his kids who, you know, their mother killed herself six months ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. He knows they're in a very delicate place and that the, the, the girlfriend is also dealing with a lot of things. Why would he just fucking dump them, dump them off at the fucking ridiculous. cabin and then never appear? It's, like we were, we were talking about it um, and it was it was like like the first couple of shots of the girlfriend. They didn't even show her face. Like it was just yeah, it was like through frost, frosted window panes, which was cool. Showed the back of her head. I'm like, all right. It was very ominous. Gonna be something's gonna weird. Then they reveal her face. I was like, all right. So and but they never do anything cool like that again. They didn't do anything with it. So and then that's when that's when it got my mind racing. And I'm like, all right. So some weird shit's gonna happen where Alicia Silverstone's character didn't die, and and the girlfriend is the mom, or something else, or some other character's gonna come in. You know that 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 they they foreshadowed or or something. No, nothing, 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 no payoff at all. Do you feel as though one story arc was finished? One character's arc was like wrapped up at the end, but like everybody else's was just annoying. I'm getting starting to feel like maybe it was a real chop job. That's what I mean. They they pieced it together. It seems like there was elements. Maybe they wanted to do more with things. They wanted to do shit and then they they hacked it it up somewhere. They threw everything in there. Like they had ideas. Yeah. Let's do this. Let's do this. this." Yeah. You know what? Uh, Let's just put it all in the movie. Sure. Right. And then then the fucking ending. Like it was just, it was just that twist. I'm going to tell you, I'm I'm going to, I'm going to talk about that twist. Um, It was awful. Basically, there was no haunting. There was nothing supernatural. There was nothing going on. Basically, what happened when the when the when the uh, the girlfriend wakes up one one morning, um, she looks at like the calendar. Uh, it was supposed to be December twenty second. They were supposed to be there for two days before Christmas um, to celebrate. They were going to celebrate Christmas there. The dad went off for two days to work, and he was going to leave them there in the lodge by themselves with, or by herself with the kids with um, a gun. Two days with, with a gun. gun with a gun. Yeah, that's right. Because they that's showed right. it in the dollhouse, yes. and yes. they they made a point to give to yes. show the dad teaching the girl yes. how to shoot. Yes, and the code to get into the fucking yes. gun case, yes. which was like one, two, three, four, five. It was something stupid like. 
like that. So, um, <laughs> so, so they they leave. Whatever. She wakes up one morning and looks at the calendar. The calendar says January 9th. and then. All her stuff is gone. Her pills are gone. Her clothes are gone. All the food's gone. The power's off. Yeah. Uh, the fucking pipes are frozen. So there's no water. Nothing. So she goes crazy. And at first, she she goes to the kids. She's like, "Stop fucking with me. I know you're fucking with me. Give me my shit back." And they're like, "What? What? No, no. What? Nothing's happening. What? I, no, we're, we don't know what you're talking about." Yeah. And and and, 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 and so the kid like, is like, "The space heater killed us, or something, right?" Yeah. yeah. Where he's like, so "Oh yeah, the space heater point, killed us. We're dead at already." One point, they, you know, she starts going crazy. She starts having these dreams and these visions of her dad. And then when she was in the cult and oh. dead bodies and all that shit. And you can tell that she's she's kind of going crazy um so then the kids start jumping in and they're like oh yeah we're in purgatory we're we're fucking dead you you or we can't die blah 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 and i'm like all right what the fuck's going on and then at first i was like all right it's a whole ghost thing yeah yeah okay um, this is kind of cool like, all right all right it's gonna get cool and then <laughs> it doesn't long, it, it doesn't it, no it never long, gets cool long story short the twist is the kids were fucking with her yeah the kids fucking hid all her shit and shut off the power and, and yeah and they killed the her fucking, fucking dog they killed the dog they, they killed, killed the grady dog <laughs> they let the dog the little girl that was yeah. presley's fucking granddaughter yeah. let the dog out and the dog went out in the fucking snowy fucking terrain and froze to death so, sucks so she she finds the dog and she freaks out and sits there. The, the one scene she sits there in front of the house on the steps and she's freezing and she's holding the dog. Yeah. And the little girl's like, it was my fault. <laughs> Maybe we've gone too far. Went too far. Yeah. And then the fucking kid, the, you know, the stuttering fucking kid from It is like, come inside. We're yeah, sorry. yeah. Inside. We'll be. So that was the whole fucking twist was that there was no fucking twist. There was nothing going on. The yeah, kids were nothing. just fucking with her. And so <sighs> in 48 hours... All right, and I don't know how crazy you can go because I don't I don't have mental problems and I don't yeah. fucking take pills. I don't think you can go that fucking crazy. Then it didn't really make sense. I mean, you don't really get an idea how long they were there. I mean, there was nights and days and yeah. nights and days. Uh, and also another thing that I really dislike about some modern horror movies that that The Lodge does is like all your coolest visuals and creepiest shit. It gets repeated in a nightmare sequence. Like yeah. it's not the coolest part of the movie. It's not the actual yeah. thing. You're just having a fucking nightmare over and over again. It's yeah. like let's make the actual movie itself, the actual characters, like being a real danger instead of them having these fucking like stupid reoccurring nightmares. Like this is your coolest part is like this dream that keeps happening. It's like it gets kind of boring. Like, and if you're gonna do a slow burn, like slow burn, like I said, have a fucking satisfying ending. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's like the the cool stuff with the cult and the the you know reminded me a lot of Heaven's Gate. Yeah. It wasn't even that important, like a a plot thing. It wasn't like anything. It I feel like it was it's supposed anything. to. It was supposed to be like why she's not well in the head. But it's like, well, you didn't really do anything cool with yeah. that. You could have done something cool with that, but you didn't. Fucking portrait of the nun or whatever the fuck. It yeah, was. yeah. It was she like staring at it, in, and the one the one scene where she's eating the fucking sandwich, and then she turns around so the fucking so it wouldn't look at her. Yeah, she wouldn't like be staring at it. Like I was like, all right, maybe this has something to do with her dad or whatever, whatever. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Came of it. Nothing. Yeah. It was just it was it was bad. And then their their version of the ending that they thought it was a satisfying ending was that the dad is like, hey, I'm coming home. I and nobody's answering the fucking phone. He shows up and she's fucking crazy already. Yeah, she's just gone, gone, man. She's gone. And and she's like, I can't die. We can't die. We're in purgatory. And the kids are like, sorry. It was sorry. Our fault. <laughs> and so she has a gun. He's like, give me the gun. And she shoots him. Or no, she goes to shoot herself. She's like, look, 
we're in purgatory. Bow. She fucking uh, pulls the trigger. Nothing happens. Russian roulette, She's baby. She's like, see? And then he's like, give me the gun. Give me the gun. She's like, no, hold on. You don't believe me. Pow. And then she shoots him. And then he dies. And then he dies. And, yeah. you know, and then the, the, the ending went. Did it just abruptly I f- end? I honestly don't. For, for, I can't remember what the because last what scene I was. I remember was the last scene in the movie was um, they had the shot. From the uh, staircase where he died, right? You see the blood trail, sure. And then the kids are on the, in the dinner table. The dinner table's all set up. They're sitting there crying, and then she placed the dad at the head of the table, the dead body at the end of the table, and then she put the yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Oh yeah, yeah. She sat down, and then yeah, it was over. Okay, yeah, yeah. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't remember anything else past. Yeah, me neither do I. And the only thing I remember after that was when the lights came on. And (laughs) and the old ladies next to us, the old lady next to us was like, oh, what was that? You know, (laughs) what the hell was that? In the audience, I was like, all right, I'm not the only one that thought this was a piece of shit. Dude, that I'm so glad that I didn't go see that movie. (laughs) But no, this is a movie. I stiffed you guys. I feel like this is a movie. I feel like this is a movie that people, some people will really enjoy because that's their bag you know what i mean yeah the kind of like fake the kind of fake elevated yeah uh Uh, intellectual horror movie you know that they love when things are fucking slow uh and it doesn't like it's not big yeah yeah it's not big and flashy you know it's a real it's a real chamber piece fucking movie and people will love it i mean and you pull those and you put those fucking pull quotes like you know one of the great modern horror movies on the poster you know what i mean fucking get old because yeah it's like every fucking movie every movie movie is gonna be the next scary yeah get the fuck out of here yeah Uh, uh, stop it Stop it. Yeah. That's no, I'm sure thing. there's it's gonna be on somebody's like top of the year list for sure, man. You know, I, I uh, yeah. You know, Kellen already said it's the fucking best horror movie of twenty nineteen. It's yeah. fucking February. Yeah. Well then again, he also hated fucking Halloween twenty eighteen. Oh my gosh. How do you watch a movie that you hate six fucking times? <laughs> you know how many times I've seen fucking Suspiria? Once. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, because it was terrible. You know how many times I've seen that uh, uh, Day of the Dead? Uh, oh, the, the, the bloodline, the, the, the contagion. Yeah, whatever it is. Once, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how are you gonna be sit through? Like, do I want to ever sit through the lodge again? It seems highly no. unlikely. No. Highly unfucking likely. Although I'm not gonna lie, when I told Cat the whole movie, <laughs> she was like, "Strangely, I want to watch it now." Of course. Like, really? I mean, so, I mean. Like I told her, I was like, it was bad. She was like, I don't know. She was like, it didn't sound that bad from the way you described it. I was like, no, it was terrible. Try to sit through it, it you terrible. know? Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely try to, like, when, if I share my thoughts about a movie, I always try to, like, tell people to take it with a grain of salt. Like, somebody yeah, yeah, commented, yeah. like, oh, you know, now my expectations just dropped for this movie. I'm like, see it. I mean, you might like it. I mean, it's just, for me, it wasn't my cup of tea. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I'm really over this, like, slow, miserable fucking movies. I'm just not into it anymore, man. I, I don't know. It's just it's like, no, I'm not. I'm not. I want to go to see a horror movie and feel like it's a fucking alive, like it has energy, like it has life, it has heart. I don't want to just sit there and be fucking gloomy the whole fucking time, man. Credit though, some of the some of the movies though are that are that that, that have that atmosphere. Um, 
are good. Yeah, it, it depends on the but for the yeah. the shining for instance, I mean that's a very dark movie, but uh-huh. the power in it is the is Stanley Kubrick's directing. It's the 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 uh, aesthetics of it, you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, I would love to follow Danny through a whole all the overlook, man. And just that tracking shot. I'll watch fucking yeah. 3 hours of that, bro. <laughs> I mean, cuz you know your hands you're you're in the hands of somebody capable. Yeah. So, I the movie can be fucking dark, but if if it's like powerful filmmaking, then I'm into it, bro. You know, but I can't I do that's, this that's like what this movie tried doing. Yeah, it, shot. Yeah, and it's and just and the shit, and it just yeah. But just, it's it's it only so much that you can make, uh, like pretend to be other movies, and and fail at being your own thing. Well, it's All it's right. kind of like it's uh music. You know, like when like somebody comes out and you're like, yes, this is an amazing sound. I love this stuff. And then there's so many copycats. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, like yeah. the hair metal of the '80s. You yeah. Know? Like, there's a reason why like you can like Motley Crue, yeah. for instance, is mm-hmm. still put on the radio because you're like that. They were a part of it. Like they, it meant something to them. Sure. It wasn't yeah. like phoned in, like cashing in. And I feel like that's what this movie. Well, sounds. yeah. And like so Nirvana came in and then the, everyone wanted to wear flannel and right. play grunge and shit. You because, know like, what I mean? And then you look at like the lodge and it, what that sounds like is we, we had some sort of success with this one horror. Yeah. And now it's like, well, what else can we just throw into it? We'll Dollhouse. Yeah. Dollhouse was the thing they could throw in it. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks, man. So that's it. So the lodge was a big fucking pile of shit. That sucks. Don't go see it. This, which is why we ruined the movie and we spoiled the fuck out of it. Now let's talk about a movie that was actually pretty. Yeah. yeah. Oh, now, man. And then all three of us saw. All yes. three of us saw. So I want actually Dan. Yes. Come on, Dan. Oh, what do we watch? So we watched VFW. No. This movie. My goodness. Tell people where they can stream it if they want. You can get it on Amazon, Vudu, Google yep. Play, I yep. think right now. Yeah. It's uh six ninety-nine. Highly recommend yep. this. Yeah, film. buddy. Oh my goodness. I mean, I have some critiques, but like overall, this movie, my wife actually I started the movie. I got twenty-three minutes into it, and she's she was working on something, and then mm-hmm. she's like, Hey, did you um can we watch that movie later? Because she saw the trailer and was like, I kinda I kinda want to watch that yeah. movie. So I had to I stopped it. Yes, stopped you right love there, to see that, rewinded man. it, and like, yeah. So we good, we ended up it watching good. it together. Yeah. So Stephen Lang is a veteran of the Vietnam War. And he own, like runs a VFW, and he has a bunch of his friends and uh, com- like fellow servicemen that are in this, and that come over, and they live like it's a cross from a abandoned theater. I yeah. think is what it is. Yeah, yeah. That um has a bunch of, of uh like they call them mutants in the the uh, beginning of it, but it was basically like drug addicts yeah. that are just like hooked on to a new drug, uh, hyper something. Yeah. Hype. Yeah. And they, they, and then the too much hype. Yeah. Too much hype. I love that. <laughs> that I was like that. That's clever. Yeah. Like, you know, instead of like throwing in some like Stanley Kubrick stuff from the shining or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, drugs get stolen. Uh, everybody's hooked. Uh, girl gets killed by one of the, the leader of the drug dealers. And, uh, then, uh, the sister steals his drugs and she's yep. r- escaping and runs over to the VFW hall and then just craziness yes. kicks off. Just him I talking about it. I'm like, so yeah. Good. It's one of those where it's like, I feel like I didn't really do it justice talking about it. No, no, that's like, the plot, man. That, that, that is the plot. right there, I was like, uh, yeah. Yep. That's, that's like Predator. 
that's like it's all those movies from the 80s that you're just like yeah zero setup really it's all just go 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 and that's something that mara pointed out was like at no point and she noticed that in like every movie there's always this him and haw about somebody running into your establishment and you have there's always somebody being like well, I don't want to help her out. Well, why are we helping her out? Like it right from the the jump. Like that's where it starts. Yep. And I feel as though these movies in the 80s didn't do that. They were just like, "No, this is what pre- presented and this is what we go for." But she yeah. pointed out that the service like that the the servicemen that's what they would have done is like, the, "So yeah. here's the mission, go." Sure. You know, like she needs our help. We're just going to do it. Like they right. say in the movie like yeah. you didn't you didn't have to ask. We were just going to do it. Right, right. So, like, that was... And, like, from when that first death sequence starts... <laughs> like, the before film, the title credit, before, right? Like, we're not even before they show the name of the movie. directed by... Yeah. yeah. We yeah. are, like, I'm in it. And, I'm that, and that first bit of gore it. has that real homemade, yeah. like, yes. quality. Yeah. It's not, like, super polished or anything, yeah. but it looks awesome because you know that right. shit is fucking real. It's right. practical effects. Yep. Like, I don't care... That it is a dummy falling yeah. from whatever. Exactly. I just, I give, I am like, yes. Yeah. I yeah, respect yeah. the shit <laughs> yeah, out of yeah, you yeah, for yeah, being yeah. like, I don't know how we're going to do this. Fuck computers. We're going to just drop something down. Yes. There. It was, yeah. VFW was phenomenal from start to finish. Stephen Lang nails that old mm. grizzled. Ooh. So good. Like I've, I've seen some so shit. I'm ready to go. And I don't care if that's he gets typecast in every movie from this point forward where he's just that grizzled vet. Ugh. Do it. He's got it. And it's and what's funny is is like each time he does it, it's different. You know, it's not mm-hmm. it's not the same. It's like when you watch St- Stallone, you know, you're like, oh, again. <laughs> but like, I'm not at that point with Stephen Lang. There's enough distance in between yeah. a, a bunch of his movies. But yeah, from top to bottom. The death sequences, the fight sequences, it all was I dude, I noticed so many times with the quick cuts of like the explosions. Uh-huh. I was like, yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love like that's the stuff to me that's like that homage to like this is how they used to do it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we don't we don't got enough money to have like a bunch of capsules exploding <laughs> on people. Like we're gonna do quick cuts and like yeah. somebody's gonna throw blood against the wall. Like that's what we're doing. I Loved this movie. I'm sorry. VFW. Very fucking wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> dude. And what's funny is, is like Fred, uh, Fred Williams, right? Williamson. Williamson. I'm Williamson. sorry. Fred Williamson. He was at a con in Batavia like a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those like, I walked in and I was like, oh, okay. It's just like a collection con, whatever. And it was at their like casino there. And he was there. And I was like, what the fuck is he doing here? Not in like, uh, like that's fucked up. It's more like that's fucked up to him. Like he's right. Like, like legend status. He's a legend. Yeah. Like, yeah. and he's just chilling out with like these four dudes just hanging out and like no one's coming up to his booth. And I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah. And then to see him be in this movie. Uh, uh, I, I'm like holding myself back until I get a turn to talk about dude, it but because I'm ready to fucking uh, gush. And then the, the dude from Buffalo, uh, Bogut, uh, from Bill and Ted's Bogut. Yeah, Street. William Sadler. Oh, William my Sadler, God. Yeah. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Mm. This movie. And, like, I there were so many things, like, and then the dude from Cheers. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. He ain't Norm. I'm going to. Oh, 
it was just yeah i yeah take it away peter it was so there were so many so many so many people like martin cove right. uh sensei crease from the karate kid movies right you know william sadler fred williamson uh stephen lang george went uh uh david patrick kelly who was he was oh, the guy twin peaks guy. he was in twin peaks he was in twin peaks he was the bad guy in the warriors warriors yeah yeah, yeah oh yeah, dude, yeah. dude. Play. Oh, i ain't no rat yeah, i ain't yeah, no yeah, rat yeah, yeah, there were so many fucking like old time like just 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 uh, like action 80s uh uh movie like they, they weren't even like were they like background they weren't even like background they were like they were like uh, they were the, like stars yeah the b i would say b yeah. like b movie actors that they're just like i'm gonna have a career of making movies and they'll just i'm gonna work yep Yep. I'm gonna work. Yeah, like, I'm gonna yep. work. I'm not gonna be able to do one movie a year. I'm gonna do like seven. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm just gonna go. Yeah, like Fred Williamson is you know known for like the black exploitation movies from right. like the 70s and, and and the early 80s. Then we had um you know obviously David Patrick Kelly with which obviously he's just, that dude's just an institution. He's just been in so much shit oh. and he's always the bad guy. Always. Like I remember I just recently watched um, uh, Commando with Schwarzenegger. Yeah, he was in that. I didn't fucking realize that he was in that. He also no shit. Um, yeah, he's he's the guy that fucking uh, Arnold uh, throws off the roof. Oh um, shit! Yeah, dude, <laughs> it's, it's it's ridiculous. Oh. Uh, you know, he was also in Dreamscape. I just watched that a few okay. days ago. Um, he was the bad guy in that. Um, but in but then you get like people like when I saw the poster, I saw George Went. I'm like George Went. What the fuck? <laughs> George Went did. I mean, you kind of got that Norm vibe where he walked. Yeah, into the bar. yeah. And yeah. I think I think you're supposed to get that yeah, too. Yeah, I think yeah. you're supposed to get that vibe. It, and you know, I fucking I I love the shit out of this movie. Like I don't know what your notes are that you had like the couple problems that you had with it. it was for and it's me, one no. It's one no. For me, it was a total 100% 80s throwback, you know. Yeah. A, a yeah. Fucking nostalgic uh, ride. Wild ride. Yes. Like from the fucking the synth score in the beginning of the yes. movie that gave me that fucking Escape from New York vibe. Dude. Yes. Like, oh. All of that. Like, mm, just, you know. oh, Dude, man. the fonts that they were yes. using at the beginning like that like will give you a little bit of like advance the plot oh You're I love when they have the title card it, 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 there are drugs like, yeah. blah blah stuff. blah like yeah and then it's like yeah it, like that was all escape from New York for me oh, and like so that's good. I'm glad that you guys thought that too because I wrote it down in my notes just, yeah because yeah, it, it reminds me of the scenes from like escape from New York when you're like when a snake is like has to deal with the gangs that are yeah. living on the streets yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly yeah. what this movie was like. Fuck, the scene when uh the scene the scene in Escape from New York when he's in a he's getting chased by the by by the fucking those crazies that came out yeah. the manhole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, that's he's the in scene. That shop, the yeah, shop with the girl and she's like, take me with you, and then he fucking grab her from under the fucking uh, yes. floor. Those are the vibes I yeah. got from this movie. Plus assault on precinct thirteen yes, as well. Yes, you yes, know for yes. sure. Obviously, obviously, this movie is like a huge uh, homage to John Carter. Yeah. yeah, huge. And that's how you win me. That's how you get me, baby. <laughs> no, that's no. how you fucking get me. I'm in, dude. Yeah. But, it, but, it, but I mean, even the, even like the, the the dialogue of the movie, oh. just just with with all me of out them of like this chair. together, and 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 I mean, again, Stephen Lang fucking acted his ass off. Actually, yeah. all of them pretty much all did. Of them. Um, I'm being calm know, right now. Huh? I'm being calm right now, to, so everyone can talk. <laughs> just, it just, just, um, you know, from from them talking to each other, and and you could just, you could, you can actually like feel the, the camaraderie and, that, and, and and like the brotherhood and just all all that shit. Like, yeah, the lines from the guy who directed this movie. What was his name again? This uh, Joe Joe Bagos. Joe Bagos. 
the movie the, he had a movie previous to to VFW, which I watched a few days before before VFW called Bliss. I watched it too. Yeah. Um, the dialogue in that fucking movie was awful. It was <laughs> awful. Yeah. The acting in that movie yeah. was awful. It was a good movie. Yeah, yeah. But like, there was just shit. During the movie, I was like, who the fuck wrote this movie? Mm-hmm. And 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 it kind of gave me low expectations for VFW sure, sure. after watching that. But with this, I don't know if he wrote VFW also or or what, but I mean the dialogue was on point. I think it was the a quality of the actors. Point. I think that's, it, that's what I was they had gravitas. All those yeah, actors, they they're heavyweights, they you know. Yeah. They, they are, but still, I mean, no, I mean, no. It could have went south. I mean, yeah, you know. Could, dialogue is But know, I mean, like that's yeah. I think that that's what you get like with like a local, like low budget horror film, is like mm-hmm. the dialogue could be complete shit. But if you got somebody who's like got some wear and yeah. like you nailed it, where it's like you know these guys had seen some shit and been through yeah. something, like and you felt as though those actors too were gonna go hang out after yeah. all the nights yeah. over. Hey, do you got what are you guys doing tonight? You know, like you've got that titty bar. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. knew something like that they hung out or did mm. something. Mm-mm. It's just it's just it, throwaway scenes that actually it's true. Lesser actors would have fucking would have just oh would it would just shit the bed with it. Like the the one scene where uh uh Stephen Lang and Martin Cove and uh he's like, I'm gonna go out there. He's like, You're not doing that, and then he he puts his fucking scully over his eyes, yeah, and Stephen Lang punches him. He's like don't worry about it. It's nothing. Whatever. Like just yeah. They're 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 back and forth. All of their fucking back and forth felt genuine. Right. Like it, it, it's almost like you know, like almost like they were all real. Like they're all real friends outside right. of the movie. You can't fake that, man. It's it's really tough to fake it that. Was it, was, it was good. It was good. But there was, there's so much more. Like the gore. Like just, oh. just the, the the one initial scene with uh, with uh William Sadler. Where he's fucking stomping the fucking one's dude's oh, head in. Yes. Like, you know, I was just like, what the fuck? Yes. Yeah, Though, yeah. These movies are the reason why I think it's so, like, if somebody was going to punch me in the face, that it was just going to explode because <laughs> of how spray easy blood. it made it look in, the, in these uh, particular films where it's just like, he's just stomping the shit and out of his head. he just keeps stomping. Yeah. And then, I, well, I didn't know also, but it, I mean, this is also from the producers of uh, Bone Tomahawk and... Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Brawl and Cell. Uh, oh, okay. Mm, that Wait. makes sense. Well, it's, uh, I think it's, uh, is it Fangoria produced it? Yes. Yeah. 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 They were one of the producers. Yeah. So it was okay. one of the producers, but it also had, yeah, it also had like Bone Tomahawk and, and, uh, and, and, uh, Brawl and Cell, yeah. Cell Block 99, which if you saw any of those movies, yeah. Uh, Bone Tomahawk, but also Brawl and Cell Block 99, Cell Block 99. That movie was just, in terms of like Off the four shit, same thing. Sure. Yeah. Same thing. Heads exploding. People yes. just fucking, uh, Vince Vaughn was just ferocious in that movie. Sure. And he's like just punching people in their heads or just fucking just turning to mush. Yeah, 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 yeah. The punches. And it was the same type of gore in this, which made me just super happy. That's and awesome. William Sadler with that fucking, uh, what was that, the handsaw buzz? Oh, oh, when that comes dude. in, the, like, oh, oh Isn't that man. the Jaws of Life? Oh, that's what know. it might have been. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Was, but I'm like, oh, my God, awesome. this fucking movie's bringing the chainsaw. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It was great. It was, it yes. was great. So the, from when they did the makeshift weapons to, like, what do we got? I was like, yep, I'm in it. Like, yeah. it's just, and it's so, be- like, believable in air quotes because it's like 
that's what you would think. Like, yeah, they would take apart. He would have nails. He would take apart as the stool to make a hammer out of it. You know, like. And then the little small talk that they're making. You right. Know, they, they got the barricades up and the fucking crazies are all, all going through or about to like bust through. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, hopefully I'll save some for you. And they're like, fuck you. I'm going to take them all. Like, just, oh, like, yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. Predator it shit, dude. I loved it. It oh. was. All right, enough gushing. PV, you, you look like you're about to explode. Oh, my God. I mean, that's how watching VFW made me feel. So I'm going to set the scene. All right. Nicole, my girlfriend, out of town. Uh-huh. So this was – I came home from watching The Lodge with you. I think it was Saturday night. Yep. I, I had some pizza. I, uh, I drank a whole bottle while I was eating the pizza of, like, champagne or whatever. So I was, like, getting – Getting uh, eating pizza, drinking some you know some alcohol, and I put the movie on, and it was just the right combination of things, and it felt like a magical experience because it was like it was like a spirit after the let after the lodge watching VFW was like a spiritual cleanse, like I did a juice cleanse on my body, and VFW like. And I obviously don't want to say too many crazy things about it, but I feel like it was this kind of movie that makes me believe in horror. Every time I see a movie like this, it makes me like realize why I love horror so much. You know what I mean? Because it's so pure. It's so unpretentious. You know what I mean? And that's what I loved about it. You know, it knew what it was. It, you know, it got me with the fucking sin score. The chemistry between those characters is so incredible. Every time Stephen Lang spoke in that that gravelly, slow Uh voice, I fucking loved it, man. I want to give that dude a fucking trophy just for the kind of weight that he carries in a movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? The presence that he has. And William Sadler, mm-hmm. like, fucking completely shocked me in that movie. I, I mean, yeah. the rapport they had was incredible. Yeah. Like, I, I, it, I, it, it was hard it, to understand. Like, it takes a lot to be so subtle in a look that, like, that you don't have to have dialogue for us to understand, like, yeah, I get it. It had heart. I get that. It, that movie had heart, yeah. which yeah. you could have had all the crazy, cool, gory, practical effects you wanted. It would still would have been fun. But without that element of the characters and having heart and having the chemistry, it wouldn't have been a home run like the way I think it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I would have loved just hanging out with those dudes at the bar, you know? Mm-hmm. And it is also making, uh, you know, a, a larger commentary about these aging men, you know, and their place in society yeah. and like veterans and all this stuff. You know what I mean? And like almost similar to way like, I don't know, something like even the Irishman deals with like, mm-hmm. you know, people coming, you know, badass dudes coming to the end of their lives. Yeah. And like, would you know, is our last hurrah kind of thing. You know what I mean? Uh, and I there was one line in the movie. I don't know if you guys are gonna remember it. But when he said it i got fucking chills like cheering at home kind of drunk eating stuff and pizza down my fucking gullet but when fred williamson says towards the end of the movie now let's see what all this rumbling's about mm-hmm. i was like oh my god because he gets i think the nails in his hands or yeah. something right yeah. he's got the wolverine stance yep. and he and he does all the drugs yep. they just break open the thing of drugs and like, let's yep. fucking go but he says now let's see what all this rumbling's about i'm like oh my god this is the fucking movie for me <laughs> yeah. This is the fucking movie for me. And it, it, it was just like, you can't have some new whack actor say online like that and expect me to buy it. 
But Fred Williams, I'm like, look at this fucking dude. Of course I'm going to believe it and, and get a fu- and cheer him on when he says something that fucking badass. You know what I mean? And, the, I mean, the, as we said, the effect's just incredible. I, the Cannibal Holocaust kill, I don't know if you remember that, when one of them takes the, the, oh, yeah, the, the yeah, pike, yeah, boom, right through yeah, the person's the fucking yeah. thro- throat, you know, and just shoves it in there. And then when they have the fucking axe, I think Stephen Lang's character yeah. uses the axe a lot. And there's that one scene when they have a bunch of stakes, uh, like, you know, pointy wooden sticks mm-hmm. attached to, like, the propane tank or something, oh, yeah. and they either roll it down. They swung it. Yeah, they swung it to all the, the, the drug addicts, and then there's a quick uh, cut, and you just see, like, all the the carnage of bodies yeah, exploding. Yeah, you could see the cut scene. It was just, like, meat flying yeah. everywhere, but it was just so good. Like, I was, like, fucking cheering at home, like, watching this movie all by my fucking self Saturday night like a loser. But, like, I mean, that's the shit that that makes me excited to watch this stuff is like it makes me feel like i'm a 13 year old kid again like falling in love with horror you know what i mean it's like there's a level of authenticity that comes out of this film that like yeah it's love bro it's it's somebody who loves it yeah they get it because i i saw cabin fever like years ago in the theater and i there's that point where it like shifts Mm -hmm. and you're just and i started cheering and i started laughing my ass off and everybody around me was like whoa what are you doing and i'm like what like this is we're supposed to be sharing this experience and like us just talking about it it's like we're all there on the couch yeah watching it and it's like it's there you know and it's like fuck those normies that just think (laughs) that like oh no it's got to be highbrow you know it's like no this movie from start to finish is just phenomenal yeah and it is that it's like that I don't know, like, you know how we've been wanting some, oh, I've been wanting, like, that nostalgia thing to come yeah. back. I feel like this yeah. movie nails it, but yep. also progresses Oh yeah, that part of Cause, it. Because like, it brings in the element of chemistry uh, with the characters and the element of heart. Right. You know what I mean? Which, and, and you have all those fantastic actors and some really interesting dialogue and all their 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 quips and, and interactions, you know what I mean? Yep. Really add uh, like a level of, of uh, quality to it that just having bloody gore wouldn't really reach you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it's a nice 90 minutes man at right. most yeah i mean yeah. how do you you, you know oh, just no what i want yeah. you know what i mean if yeah. like somebody you know make your ideal modern horror movie something that you know you'd be fucking head over heels for this is like it to a t man yep uh like i, I you I, made a comment about how no new actors could do some of that like those lines why do you think that is like why because, do, why, I mean, why do you think like us as like an audience I'd, I'd say like the mass audience doesn't give certain like if Evil Dead came out today Evil Dead 2 came out today do you think it would be as successful like nobody we don't know anything about it but like to see Ash having those one lines and all that stuff do you think it would m- mean as much I think, because of like what you're saying. Yeah, you know? I think certain actors have what a je ne sais quoi, oh. but like a presence. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of those old older actors in VFW have the presence. They 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 have a commanding. Uh, yeah. A presence, a gravitas, if you will. So Fred Williamson, I mean, he's like an iconic, legendary actor, yeah. you know, and and he's just got a certain cool that you can't fake. And so his his legendary status and his cool, which is like you can't fake that 100%. He can say 
like the dumbest line or whatever, but the, if he says it, it makes it suddenly cool. And you can't, cool, and yeah. you just can't do that. I mean, I can't buy some little like, like fucking needle neck saying, "Now let's see what all this rumbling's about." You know what I mean? Like no, nobody's gonna have me in the movie saying that line. You know what I mean? It's not gonna make any sense. But you get somebody like Fred Williamson, Stephen Lang to say something cool like that. I mean, I'm all the way in. I am all Fred the Williamson way in. Is it, he that dude is the epitome of cool? Like I don't know. Um, you guys, I was looking at his fucking jawline in the movie i'm like look at uh-huh. these jaw lines he's a big, he's a big boy um do you get have you guys gone to the buffalo comic-con at all yeah i've been there okay yeah well i i, I work security for it and also uh mark my co-host over at uh geeks at lift well, surprise doesn't come to terrors more often than the movies he loves <laughs> yeah, right he's called out Jesus. mark the freaking Rican. fucking prince of darkness <laughs> what was the other overdrive. one maximum overdrive yeah what are you fucking waiting for dude yeah, yeah. Um, well, hopefully we'll guilt him in the yeah. more screening. Shame is ass. Uh, we were working the Buffalo Comic Con one year, and Fred Williamson was there. They, he was one of the guests that, oh, uh, that we had at the, at the con. And um, they also had John Wish's ship and Eric Roberts and this, that, and the other, uh, a few other people. But <laughs> the funniest thing is that Mark, I, I kind of make fun of him because he, he still talks like – you know, sixties, seventies, like you know, oh yeah, boy, a little outdated. Dialect. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, he still says dog and Aww. stuff like that. But it's pretty funny because we're walking the con, and we walk by Fred Williamson, ah. and Mark and I are just talking, and we I've already seen Fred Williamson a couple times already, so I was already like I, I did my starstruck thing, and I'm like, all right. After seeing him like three or four times, I'm like, all right, cool, he's one of us. Um, <laughs> but we're walking by, and I swear to God. Fred Williamson looks at Mark and he's like, what's up, dog? Oh, <laughs> Mark looked at him without missing a beat. Nothing, dog. What's up? And then we just kept walking. I was like, what is happening? What, fuck, what is happening right now? Like, it was funny because Fred Williams was just super cool, man. He just, Damn. he was just like. Is he tall? He looks like he'd be tall. Oh, he's tall as fuck. Yeah. He's, he's probably like 6'2". Ah, uh, okay. Maybe 6'3". Six. Six, yeah. He's, he's, tall. he's a tall motherfucker. But yeah, it's just, it just. He just—he was just sitting at his vendor table, cool as fuck. I, like, I can like, imagine, he, man. He was a cool guy to talk to. I, you know, I talked to him a little bit uh, after that exchange. Like, I was like, I told Mark, I was like, Fred Williamson is your fucking spirit animal. Yeah, like, yeah, like, we're yeah. your buds now. Both, yeah, yeah, your buds. We're hanging uh, now. Like they were talking, like they were talking, like they've known each other for years. Like they were right. family. <laughs> like, what up, dog? Nothing, dog. What's up? And it was just, Shit, like, man. Like that little you coming to dinner there. on Sunday? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll yeah, be yeah, there. Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll bring I'll the be, denim jacket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking loved it. Oh, so much double denim. So oh my much god, there was so much denim. Oh, loved it. It was made for me. This movie was hundred <laughs> percent. Movie was Taylor. Whoever made, made it, I I feel like they must have been like watching me or something because they know exactly what the fuck I needed to love this yeah. movie. Yeah. I, and I've been trying to think about it, but it almost feels. Like what Expendables the movie like what they were trying to do? Yeah, I really yeah. loved Expendables too. Now I thought that was fucking awesome, like crazy gory action. Yeah. Uh, but there's so I feel like these two movies are somewhat related in what they attempted to do. Yeah. But something about VFW doesn't have the sort of like intentional corniness that. Yes. It, that Expendables had, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, without having seen the third one, I've seen the first two of Expendables, yeah. but really enjoy the second one. But yeah, VFW, man, it didn't really, 
I feel like it respected the characters and the actors and yeah. and everything, you know. And everything. I I really like kind of I I kind of like the bad guy too, like the guy who was playing the villain, because yeah. it was like such a classic villain. What? Like he was just really hamming it up, and he was just like a dude wearing like a leather jacket with no, with shirt. no shirt underneath, no shirt. with those fucking studs on the shoulders, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like that's what I want, man. Like I don't need like a forced love story. I don't need the villain to have like all like motivations, you know, from his being bullied as a child or some shit. Just give me the situation, put me in it, and then we'll go from there. You know what I mean? I don't need a fucking huge setup and all flashbacks and shit like that. I don't need that. You know, just give me the fucking movie. The story progressed through the dialogue. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't moments of flashback bullshit. Yeah. Because that that was something I don't... Like, when they dropped the, like, oh, you guys are fucked. You killed his brother. And that's, like... 30 minutes into the movie yeah yeah yeah. you know you're like oh shit okay and like never goes back they never like there's no like the villain never acknowledged that that's why he's killing them nope he never like he just goes it's just nope this is it and it's unapologetic and even when and when the one of the guys from the vfw just walks up to the 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 bad guy and they have that conversation i thought that was pretty cool you know yeah 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 they're just Uh, the the car salesman talk thing it was just really cool and and you know i thought the casting was interesting besides having all those iconic actors but you had the the person who was playing the young the young girl in it mm-hmm. it was interesting to have her hanging out with all those old yep. dudes and then you had the young uh black soldier yep. come in yep. and he was part of the fold now yeah. so it was interesting how they all had this sort of like interplay it wasn't just old b actors you know what yeah. i mean they they try to infuse it with yeah. like more modern characters and there is that sort of discussion of age in lines when mm-hmm. the girl is talking to like Stephen lang and all those dudes you know what i mean but, and it was like holy shit i mean this is you got old ass Stephen lang talking with this young actress and they're mm-hmm. like having a genuine exchange you know and among yeah. the performances and i'm like i'm really believing this i don't know man exactly. I, I mean, maybe i'm a real fucking uh sap for this shit you know i'm a real mark for even it in the scene when the when the young shoulder when the young so, uh, soldier comes into the bar and then they're they're questioning him and william sadler goes over to tell him his story that yeah he, yeah that he was telling him and then you know like stephen lang was like oh where are you from but where you know where were you stationed um and then you know they were like oh nobody paid you know somebody who could just came home don't don't pay for drinks like all that shit that whole it felt thing, sweet it felt so sweet man and genuine. yeah yeah like, yeah like this kind of shit really happened yeah in vfws yeah um and then know, they pop on the old 80s like workout tape yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. it was like almost this like kind of raunchy like humor yeah. but not too bad right but just enough that like oh you can tell these are old dudes and yeah. and and they're like they still have that raunchy sense of humor like fred williamson talking about needing toothpicks to pick out the pubic hair you used to buy them in bulk he says in that it was like so it was like funny yeah. man yeah. i don't know it's like but like yeah. and that's what i was gonna like it was progressive too like yeah. they they but they, they did it like without cliche. preaching but yeah, they did it without I mean. preaching like, they weren't like the cliche of oh i'm a vet i'm yeah. an asshole yeah yeah you yeah know? like yeah. and they it, had a young girl in it and she wasn't like this like uh, you know like helpless thing you know she was in the fight with or, him you know she, she was going toe to toe with him changed old yeah man. yeah yeah you didn't get any of that yeah, yeah. Shit. but but also there was a, i liked the, the the exchange between her character and uh william sadler's character where right. she was like questioning uh, you know why they're doing it and and he was like he goes he goes we didn't have a fucking choice yeah, and right. I was paraphrasing. He was like, "The moment you walked in, yeah." There, she's like, "I didn't ask you to do yeah, it." We yeah, were yeah. fucking duty bound to fucking help. Yeah, you. yeah. There was no question. And, about and it. that's the part of like 
they represent a time that is like fading and a way of of being in life that is fading and that's why i feel like it's reminiscent of something Mm -hmm. spiritually like the irishman or whatever where like it's the times now they're they're changing and we're seeing uh an era and a way of being a man that is like perhaps fading away you know what i mean so uh i mean whatever that means i mean so there is a certain level of like things you can really look in there if you wanted to and like dissect as like having a like a message in a meeting but even if you don't want to look at it that way from a critical lens it's just a fucking like balls to the wall like gore fest man fucking movie that's a movie I would have rented as a kid. Loved it. And would have just been like, I'm going to watch this seven times. Yeah, 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 dude. I wanted to watch it. I know you watched it again. Hours. I watched it three times. Did yeah. you? Nice. In 48 hours, I yeah. watched it three yeah, times. Yeah, I could see that being a fucking 8-bit video game back in the day. Yes. Release it on fucking Nintendo, you know right? what I mean? It's, the bad guys just come in waves, yeah. you know, into the bar, you know? The big boss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the bosses is the chick. Yeah, yep. yeah. Oh, dude. She was awesome, oh. too. Yeah. She was that perfect, like... Like B level, like master villain. Yeah, yeah. Was, she oh. had a fight for Williamson. I yeah. forgot exactly yeah. what happened. And oh, oh. That- and then Stephen Lang comes and gets her with the uh, yeah. with the yeah. flag yeah. pole. Yep. That's the Cannibal Holocaust. Best, be- like best, like that's how you know you're like that grade awesome villain mm-hmm. of just like that's the kill. Like yep. that's that memory. Like yeah. yeah. Or the or the yeah. big tall bald guy, the big tall like yeah, bulk. He just runs in, bump, 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 bump. So they all all the characters take turns trying to fight him. You know, you just love it. She's the one that gets him with with what? I think she had a corkscrew. Yeah. Mara jumps up and she's like, yeah, she's definitely been in jail. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Shank, shank, shank. Shank that shit. Yeah, she shanked him. Fuck, man. Yeah. So my only critique only tread lightly and i will <laughs> tread lightly i started it during the day the movie was a little dark sure yeah, that yeah. was my only problem and it's like that that was the only thing because i was like uh when i first started it that part where um stephen lang goes to the back door in mm-hmm. the first co- and he's like looking out at the um parking the, lot and the parking lot and seeing the, the the truck and everything I had no idea where he was <laughs> at that point in the movie because yeah. of the time of day I was watching it yeah. to where when uh, we started it again at night, I was like, oh, so that's what was happening. Yeah, I watched it at night and I shut off the lights too yeah, in the house. Like so it, was, was, it worked really well. That, so that was my only critique was like the cinematographer needed to just kind of like fix up the lighting sure. a little. Not the cinematographer, mm-hmm. the lighting guy yeah. needed to just fix that up because like I want to be able to watch, watch that movie during the day sure. as well mm-hmm. because it was just that much fun. Yeah. And um, But overall, like the look, he nailed that look of being in a bar that you're just like, the only lights are the neon lights. Yeah. But uh, to me, that director's got a habit of doing those. Yeah. Like the, but like the, the to lights me, it's too. like, come on, I we don't need to. I want to still see everything. Yeah, no, for the, sure, for because sure. Because I feel like there was stuff hidden in the film yeah. that you kind of wanted to know more about, yeah. like in the background and stuff like that. That's it. Literally, <laughs> that was it. Yeah. But it seemed like that was intentional. Yeah. When they filmed it because I was watching it on, on 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 my TV and I watch. I watch it at night and I watch it in the day also. <laughs> this man and um. And you could tell, like, I, I think they did it on purpose because it's filmed like an 80s movie. Yeah, there's, like, I think it's trying to look grainy. It was grainy, Yeah, it was too. trying oh, to look everything. Okay. Yeah, it was yeah. grainy and smoky. And it almost had like, oh, like a filter over it and almost. Again, it was almost, I mean, think about it, though. Watching Escape from New York, which I watched again recently because it's on Shutter. It's the same It's the same thing. Right? Yeah. Escape from New York is predominantly it is, pretty yeah. dark, like yeah. visually. 
um, pretty much the whole movie. Um, and I think that's 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 what they were. Yeah, for. my, my uh, one critique is I think some of the editing was a little bit too fast. I noticed later on some of the kills they cut away yeah. from us seeing the damage, and it was real. You know, yeah. real fast and uh, could be a little disorienting, especially if you don't include watching the damage that yeah. the kill is. But I don't really care. I mean, this right. I would be surprised unless we have an incredible, crazy 2020 in terms of quality of movies. This VFW will 100% be on like my favorites oh, of the year. That, this is a day one like Blu-ray yeah, purchase. Uh, yeah, I'll be yeah. I won't be I would be surprised if that Witter Entertainment, the VHS VHS yeah. company does not release this on tape i'd be surprised if they don't this is a you know this is the first cult classic i think we've had in a in a couple of years and i watched and i watched like you i watched bliss well i watched it after i watched vfw and i saw that a lot of people put bliss on their like best of 2019 lists and stuff yeah it was fine it was i thought it was pretty good but vfw is like they're not even comparable bro i mean maybe they look similar in terms of style because it's the same director but i mean this is the kind of shit that i'm talking about this vfw feels like a it feels alive. It feels mm-hmm. like it has energy. Mm-hmm. Like it has, it amps you up when you watch something right. that's actually good. I'd you know, like it's crazy, man. Yeah. I'd do a double feature of this and Mandy. Like, just because I, Mandy would like, slow it down. Really? Mandy would slow the fuck down so I, long. I but think yeah, you, I think you'd stylistically Mandy first and then do VFW. Oh, yeah. Just to like, just because of like how. Mandy ends with like going yeah. all the way out, like balls to the wall, and then VFW just picks that right yeah. up. I yeah. feel like those two would be kind of cool. I'm down for Escape from New York and, and oh, VFW. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm down, dude. man. That's yeah. I'm down for that. Yeah. Escape I'm down from for New York that. first and then VFW. Oh, yeah. Just to finish it off. Just uh, to, oh, fucking makes me smile, oh, man. Oh, my dick's hard. So Same. good. <laughs> Same, dude. Oh. <laughs> no buffer seat. <laughs> no buffer seat. <laughs> the movie made me forget that the lodge. I even had to sit through that. You know, yeah. VFW washed it all yeah. out of my my body. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like that's that, it, it's. I don't know. I, I, I there's got to be a. It, it, I don't know if there's gonna ever, ever if there's gonna be any movie that's gonna come out in the next few months or even for the rest of the year that's gonna. That's going to compare to this movie. Like like you said, like when we do our like end of the year, top five, top 10, this one, unless anything else comes out that fucking blows our socks off. Like for me, myself right now, this is the top movie. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. how many movies yeah. have come out? Like four or five already? Like, it seems like a ton. No, right? a ton, for, man. Right. And then this one, we got no release here. Nothing. No. And now Nothing. all of a sudden it's like. I'm I'm like holy shit like yeah. like you were saying like day one like where is this like yeah. Yeah. again it was one of those like yeah I'll look for it if it if it had shown up on a shutter or a Netflix I was like yeah I'll check that out eventually yeah. Yeah. but like the fact that we had to do this like now I want to go out and preach the word yeah yeah that's how I feel yeah yeah I feel like I'm like, a convert a convert now you know to see this film yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I got um one of one of my buddies you know Jesse. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, the wrestler. wrestler. Yeah, yeah. He, um, the blade. He saw, he saw my video on it. He was like, "Oh, I was VFW." I was like, "Listen." He would love it. He, he would I, love it. I told him. Yeah. I was like, "It's 150 percent your type of movie." Yeah, yeah. I was like, "You love those 80s action throwback movies." I was like, "This is totally." Well, I just got you. a comment on one of my Instagram posts from a, from a guy that I went to high school with yeah. who just like he, he, he like never really like says anything or likes anything, but he just yeah. popped up on one of my VFW posts and was like, "I just watched this great recommendation." I mean, yeah. so this is a movie that's gonna like I. I think pick up steam it'll, yeah and it'll, and it'll, although it wasn't like 
a big release. I felt like I knew it was coming months ago. You know, like I'm a person who like w- listens to other horror podcasts, yeah, right, and it was right. on the cover of Fangoria. You know, and so I've been anticipating this movie. You know, and I'm a shit. It's a bummer it didn't play anywhere, like on the big screen. Yeah, but um, I'm just happy that like was easily available on the VOD and then also that's another thing people just asking like where where did you watch it where did you watch it you know like just fucking you know I have a Roku at home and there's a search option and I just type in the name of the movie boop 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 you know what I mean and then it comes up I I, was like seven bucks it's seven bucks I'm down to pay for that you know like I don't care I get to be at home I get to eat a ton of pizza Mm -hmm. get a little drunk you know what I mean shut off all my lights and fucking make all kinds of crazy sounds like (laughs) you know like I'm watching a fucking football game (laughs) That's a, that's a Saturday night. No, man, Shooter doesn't care, man. He'd punch me in the mouth if I got too loud. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because that was on the list, too, wasn't it? That oh, was, yeah, we talked about it, yeah. We yeah, did talk yeah, about yeah, BFW, yeah, right? Yeah. That, well, there's there's one. Yeah, I, I, I've been slowly knocking out movies from that list, you know what yeah. I mean? So um, I'm, I'm excited that it's been generally pretty rewarding. I, I, I liked Riddle and Hansel. I, I loved VFW now, so... Yeah. Yeah. I'm really happy, you know. I didn't obviously I didn't like the lodge, but yeah, yeah, it's really cool to like finally have something that just is like this bridges the gap. Tell you know all of us I mean? we're just super excited, oh, dude. To yeah. Talk about it. Oh yeah, I mean, like you knew five minutes, like not even five minutes into the film, like you just knew, like you had, like okay, okay, like yeah. where are we going? Yeah. As soon as I hear the score yeah. and I saw that body fall, I'm yeah. good, man. I'm good. And then the mm-hmm. the, the title pops up. You're like, hmm. Yeah, it's not. It's not gonna go downhill from here. <laughs> it's not. It can't. That was great. Well, guys, you guys obviously, that was a great recommendation. Um, like we said, look it up, check it out. It's awesome. So we got a little more time. <laughs> we're gonna get into what we were originally gonna talk about. Yeah, if you want to, I mean, how long we've been going, yeah, man? man. We're not going. We're still going. We're okay. Right, we're at we're an hour and forty minutes. So all right, all right. We're good. We're I got good. my coffee. I'm ready. All right. Oh yeah, I already did my coffee. So I'm already raring to go. Um, and I didn't blow my wad on the whole VFW review. Oh yeah. I mean, I feel like. Uh, like I'm so excited. I was so excited to talk about it. You know, like it could have, it could have just drained me. But thinking about the movies got me excited again. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. Give yeah. me a second win. Like one of those dollar store fucking areas. Yeah, man. I'm gonna start just fucking snorting them. <laughs> oh, dry them out. Yeah, yeah. yeah dry them out. Uh, all right. So that was that was VFW. Now, uh, basically, the main subject uh, that we were going to talk about today, seeing as it's uh, Black History Month, we only have a couple of days left in the month it is a leap year so the 29th is uh saturday we decided to talk about black horror yeah buddy yeah and um i mean i don't know how how were we gonna start it off i figured we'd start it off with fucking tales from the hood out uh, thursday night terrors uh we did a screening of uh you guys that is you did a screening of uh tales from the hood one of the uh anthology movies from the 90s black horror that's that's right. Uh, directed by Rusty Condif. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, I, you know, I know what my experience was like watching that movie. Uh-huh. You know, I want to know what how other people perceived it, because I'll go into my the way I experienced this movie uh-huh. after you guys. But I want to know what it was like from you guys in your seat while watching this movie. Just the vibes, the atmosphere. Well, what I I, I originally saw this movie. It's, it's funny that. um 
that we went and saw the lodge at the market arcade theater, the AMC theater. I saw tales from the hood when it was originally released in 95 in 95. Wow. You lucky bastard at that same theater. And (laughs) it was a totally different experience from the experience that we just had this past Thursday. Oh, see, this is what I want to hear about. Yeah. When I, when I went to see it back in the day, uh, well also, I mean, keep in mind, downtown Buffalo was kind of like dirty and the downtown. You um, love seeing movies uh, in dirty ass. uh, Yeah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and um, it, it was it, it was a mixed crowd at 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 the movie theater. So we had you know black Hispanics, you know white people, all of us uh, went to go see the movie. And actually, when we saw it at the time, it was a fun movie. Like I enjoyed this movie immensely mm-hmm. uh, when I first saw it in the theater. I bought it on VHS. I bought it on on DVD. And when it was released on DVD, um, <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was a great fucking movie, an anthology yeah. movie. Um, I like how how it uh it it, it hit like situations of the time with the uh, the police brutality, the drugs, the the domestic abuses, just all that. But then it was also a horror movie. movie. Yeah. I fucking loved. Um, I loved all the stories. I loved the fact there was an anthology movie. I'm a big fan of anthology movies Same. and like found footage movies. Those are my those are my two like big ones. Um, <laughs> now <laughs> Thursday Night Terrorists. I was excited when when you announced that we were going to show Tales from the Hood. I was like, I can't wait to see what the reaction is to this fucking movie, especially when. You know, I, I mean, let's be honest. Uh, the Terrors family, everybody, what, about 98% white? Yeah. Caucasian? Sure. Yeah, sure. I, I, I would so, say that. <laughs> man, I could taste the white guilt <laughs> in the theater <laughs> while the movie oh. was played. I, I, oh, I don't want to interrupt, but do you remember at, at, during the raffle and I was like, uh, you know, this movie didn't work regarding Tales from the Hood. This movie uh, didn't yeah. win in a word, but it should. And they all started clapping. I'm like, oh, a little bit of guilt clapping. Yeah, huh? I heard that. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, it was, it was just uh. like. Like sitting there, like of course I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there, like uh, what was it? What was the one? The one? The 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 the, uh, the story with Corbin Burnson and the dolls. Yes, you know? yeah. and just him running around and 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 throwing the racial slurs and oh. and this and and that, and I'm sitting there just laughing, and Cat's laughing too. Yeah, but then as I'm laughing, I'm realizing. I'm the only one laughing. Like I'm looking around. I go to Ken. I go, holy shit! You can feel the fucking yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm glad I'm not the only one. I can't. Oh man. She goes, yeah. She goes, (laughs) she goes. These white people are guilty. That's what. (laughs) They're scared to laugh. They're scared to react at all. Like there was hardly any reactions. Like I think the the one other person that was actually reacting to the movie was uh, John Renna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was sitting in front of me? He wore his little shirt. Yeah, from the hood shirt and everything. But that's it. Everybody else, like every story, though, like it was just dead silence. Like, like church. Like it was. Oh God, I, I I liked it. I loved it. I love the fact that we were there. I love the fact that everybody was just so fucking uncomfortable. It was. It's a fun movie. Yeah, it's a really fun movie. That's the funny part, right? Is it's like it's a fun movie, and they're supposed to be showing you this stuff. Yes, and yet it immediately now because of like where we're at as a society, it's uh-huh. like this is uncomfortable. Yes, and you're like, this is '95. This is after <laughs> Rodney King. Yeah, like this is like LA riots are crazy uh-huh. right now, uh-huh. and they came out with this. Yeah, and now and now you're like things haven't changed. Nope, and like like you were saying, Peter, where it's like it's still 
holds up like it is still, still relevant, now. relevant i so so i gotta say i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, um, let me get into it all right do it so uh <laughs> a real quick anecdote regarding this so a friend of mine was like oh i'm excited from tales from the hood you know i love uh watching who hadn't seen it before and he's like oh i can't wait to watch these this like i love watching these campy silly movies with uh, other people sorry. and me knowing the movie because i've seen it <laughs> and i'm like oh a lot of people haven't seen this movie before. Uh-huh, right. And, as you know, before the movie, I ask who hasn't seen it, you know, and then you get a flood of hands and I'm like, <laughs> you yeah. know, I should start fucking digging my own grave now. You know yeah. what I mean? So I didn't let this dude know that I'm like, uh, it's really, it, it's <laughs> really not like uh-huh. good for you to, to like fun. It's not campy. It's not watching like demon wind or something. You <laughs> no. know what I mean? This no. isn't chopping. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. isn't chopping this ball, isn't but chopping I didn't ball. say anything. Right. Because, um, uh, it's an important movie, and so now this is a movie that I've only seen at home, uh, like you know, on on cable when I was a kid or on this tape. Uh, and in my memory, it's always been like this charming '90s like gem. You know what I mean? Like really fun and under underappreciated movie. And then we watched it at Terrors, and I this might be the first time that watching a movie on the big screen with an audience completely changed my fucking perspective of yeah. the movie. Yeah. I've loved the movie, yeah. but. I always thought as uh, thought of it as this cute, like charming '90s thing, but seeing it on the big screen like that, it was fucking incendiary. It was confrontational. It almost felt fucking dangerous, man. Yeah, <laughs> it felt. It didn't feel like this cutesy '90s thing. It felt like this movie could have came out fucking yesterday, bro. Like it was like, <gasps> you know, like I can't believe the power this movie has in this context. The context of me watching a movie has never changed something so definitely before definitively like seeing it like that with people on a big screen it's like it's like watching a whole new movie yeah you know what i mean yeah and that scene with uh the politician who was the name of that actor corbin burnson it's like it was like predicting trump dude yeah you know what i mean it was the way he was dropping the n-word like that you could feel the people in the crowd taking it like oh oh, oh." you could feel their bodies just like oh you know squirming in their seats right yeah you could feel the the people just and i remember that segment for the dolls being creepy when i was a kid but you watch it now and you're like holy shit hearing him drop that all those racist words is like super tough yeah and then the the segment after that with the guy who's in like the sensory deprivation yes, thing yes. that's like a complete uh influence on jordan peele's get out and mm-hmm. the and the uh what is it called uh the sunken place yeah and that scene was tough because it's like strobe light for like 10 solid minutes and then you get this whole history of fucking racism with all these like you know unfortunate like black men getting lynched and kkk hoods and fucking burning crosses and you're like holy fuck this movie i never knew how biting this movie was like a a movie that has like no bones about making its audience squirm i mean that scene that sequence not only was a strobe light thing difficult to get through but also just like facing the reality of like racism you know what i mean the brutalness of it you know and uh you know you always think of the movie and you think of like clarence williams the third like giving that deliciously cheesy performance Mm -hmm. and uh which is still great but the the social commentary in this movie is exceptional like i I don't think i've ever felt a terror screening like that before Mm -hmm. where it was uh like oh my god can you know can terrors be like this like 
timely like uh you know like social issue like thing you know what i mean because yeah. i don't think anyone really expected that no no you know what i mean like I, like i i've definitely tried to book movies with you know um uh specific times in mind like mm-hmm. you know i screened they live and that was only like a few days maybe a week after trump's inauguration mm-hmm. so it was like it's a subtle thing, you know yeah. what I mean? I never really mentioned it. And obviously I didn't really, you know, mention too much about Tales from the Hood. And I do that like purposely, you know yeah. what I mean? Because clearly a lot of people haven't seen these movies before. So I want them to go in with like a completely fresh experience, yeah. you know what I mean? Uh, so t- to know that people expected it to be this like goofy, campy yeah, movie yeah. is like really incredible. I mean, you know, uh, my mom was there and it's like, you know, she let me watch, you know, I obviously watched this movie as a kid and, yeah. you know, there's there's a there's a mother and like a young daughter couple that come in all the time. I wonder what that like little 13 year old thought of this movie, you know, watching it now. Like it's it's really something incredible. I think special, special. I think this will be like one of the infamous screenings, you know? Yeah. 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 Like yeah. for sure. I agree. Like I, I'm real interested, like to just, just, just to know and he just hear like other people's like opinions that were at the screening of, well, know, I'm glad that you I felt it too. It. I'm glad totally like you felt the uncomfortableness yeah. or whatever, the tension oh, yeah, in yeah, there, yeah. you know, <laughs> I think maybe that's why the rant afterwards was like the release for yeah, all that, like uncomfortableness, probably. you know what I mean? You that know, makes sense. I don't know. Maybe it was just like a, me feeding off that and trying, you know, trying to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, trying to lighten the mood. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which just ended funny. up just being uh, <laughs> a dick. It's, it's yeah. so interesting because, like, you and I get to work on this stuff like a lot sooner than everybody realizes. Yeah. So, like, when you announced that, when when you told me that you were going to be doing Tales from the Hood in February, I was like, awesome! Like, that's going to be. Like awesome, yeah. Like fine. Yeah, he did. He was like, "Oh, I can't wait for fucking tales from the hood, yeah, man." Because even you, I think, yeah, mentioned me it too. too. Because, like, I think that that's something you kind of got to do. Like, you you got to show like that. There's other voices within this, you yeah. know. Like, and there, the, this is kind of like this movie to me now. After seeing that screening, says like a lot more about how this movie. As a kid, I just took it as, oh, that's a scary movie. Yeah, scary dolls. That's yeah. a scary movie, and that's all it is. Yeah. And this screening showed me, a, like, it reinvigorated the power yes. that is in horror yeah. of, like, mm. Night, Night mm. of the Living Dead. And I know we've talked about that, and I know everybody always talks about that movie. And but how, it's like, worth repeating. And it, it's, it's worth repeating. Like, we need to keep talking about yes. this stuff. Preach. You know? Because, like... This it's such a bit like I know he wasn't the actor that was supposed to be chosen, you know, like that the, that he was the best guy, and that's awesome. But that is not sure. the story you hear all the time, right? Like th- this movie, like the only thing that was dated was the clothes. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's how. That's crazy. And maybe some of the CGI at the very end scene, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah, when yeah. They, they they pan back and it's hell. Yeah. But know? even then, I because I I'm thinking like, okay, so Spawn comes mm-hmm. out in 97 and they didn't get any of the hellfire that good in like then like i almost prefer the fire in this yeah because like you know it's supposed to be kind of bad yeah. yeah but like it's not it's like this is the best we could do right without real fire so th- it's just like yeah the cgi maybe but like to me like after seeing that black noir from like, yeah from horror Shutter, noir yeah horror noir like that was that was just like Oh, like you did the things you like you learn. And then and then also talking about like 2019 was huge for like seeing this rise, right? Like Watchmen, 
Oh, wow. that's another one that you're just like. And it's so, it was so, I don't want to interrupt, but real quick, just seeing Tales from the Hood after starting to watch The Watchmen on HBO. Yeah. Like, I was like so shocked by watching The Watchmen on HBO, like the way it tackles race so deftly and so yeah. like courageously, mm-hmm. bravely, like, but they complement each other so well. Right. You know what I mean? Go on. So and, and I feel as though this movie is something that should be talked about a hell of a lot more. Yeah, man. They should have played yeah. this shit in fucking classes, man. Because, or, like, or something. Because man. you look at it and you go, you look at the cover and you're like, that's a that's just a classic horror cover for this movie with the skull and it's the like the black glasses because you're getting like tales from the the um, you know, uh what what was the other movie? That has like there's tales from the uh, crypt. There's tales from the crypt, but there's like it's a take. Uh, the, there was that other uh, movie that came out with like, tales from the dark side. No, damn it! It's got like Cuba Gooding Jr. in it. Um, is this a horror movie? No, this is just a regular oh, old, Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood. Boys yeah. in the Hood. And then here in Tales from the Hood, like I thought this was like a sequel to that oh, really? as a kid. Because like as you're growing up, I'm like, oh, yeah, this must be right. a sequel yeah, to yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And then you see the trailer and you're like, that is not a sequel. Well, yeah. this came in, this came this came out around the same time of uh when the, the, the hood movies were popular. Right. You know, you got Menace to Society, you got uh Boys in the Hood, um, you know, there was in the movie Dead Presidents, like, yes. like all these, all these, all these like hood movies they were like all the rage yeah and this came out and on the perfect time like right when when all of it, like it, this was this was a horror hood movie like you had right. you had you had like the the hood love stories and yeah the hood uh the the, the hood action movies and then you had the, the crime you know, story the hood, right like yeah yeah like like the gang movies and yeah. all that other shit so this just fit in perfectly with the time you know that all those movies is the advent of all these movies and i feel like what you're saying is why this movie kind of got lost in the mid 90s and you like you would see it like people would rent it and they'd be like yeah that like you were saying it's a 90s gem right but now there's like there's so much like it's so deeper you know like kind of how you're looking at like night of the living dead you're like oh wow that's crazy like he's slapping white men like that's crazy but like it it strikes me every time but it's also like to me it also shows like that racism is taught it's not something like you you learn oh yeah to be a racist right yeah because like i'd watch like night of the living dead i didn't realize that that was such a big deal until somebody well, I, pointed yeah. it out to me i, I watched realize, this as a kid yeah until, i didn't realize tales from yeah. the hood was so deep yeah, until, until like to like that screen <laughs> i was 33 i was 33 years old when i found out the power of tales from like, the hood what? and i i think it hasn't reached the level of other movies like because it's, it could be too much for some of these for for some horror fans. I put it up there with Get Out, man. Oh yeah, dude, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Eugene, I gotta ask you, as yes. someone who saw it in '95, yes. did it feel powerful back then as like a social message thing? Hey everybody, it's Pat. So it turns out they talked for another hour and a half after this point. So in the mindset of trying to keep this somewhat concise. We've split this into two episodes, so come back next week for the second half of this. Sorry, this is kind of an abrupt ending, but wasn't really a good spot to really slice this thing up. So find out what Eugene has to think about it next week. 